Welcome back, everybody, to the Two Perception Show and the War for the Crown. And oh boy, <laughs> did we have a fantastic situation to leave off on last week to give you guys a week to think about how the heck you get to deal with it. So you got any uh, genius ideas? You got any good thinking? I decided that the best choice of uh, action here is to go to the doctor. Well, yeah. you you. Uh, I think that's definitely what you're <laughs> going to be heading out to. Someone now, foresaw this situation, I believe. For those of you who, uh, who missed it, I just want to catch up last week on the War for the Crown. We had a lot of successful adventures, actually. Things were going fantastically for, I'm going to say, a solid 85-90% of the session. <laughs> it started so, so very well. You saw Baron O'Kara off as he left and headed back to Pensaris to go back to his own town and left you to try to deal with the pump house situation in Stockies. Not only did you want to get water flowing back into the town, as that's pretty useful for a farming community, it turns out, but fixing this pump house would be draining the encroaching swamp, slowly taking over the northern half of Stockies that over the past several years has just crept further and further. And finally, being able to borrow a boat on good faith from the people of Stockies without having to use your tribune powers to say, Hey you, I'm taking your boat. <laughs> you made your way up through the swamp and found, well, ghouls. The most, possibly one of the more standard general Galarian-bound threats these days. But they were led by a much more powerful ghast that, to be fair, didn't really pose a whole lot more trouble than the horde of ghouls had in the first place. And with all the undead cleared out, all you have to do now is actually repair and rig up the mechanisms in the pump house itself, get the sluice running again, and the swamp will take care of itself. Water will be running back down the canal. You'll possibly have a much faster way to transit around Marat than just riding in a horse and carriage if you can just take boats up and down the canal properly. So that was all, it was a good day. It was a great day for everybody involved, right? It was a fantastic time. And then. And then, <laughs> there is in fact an end then. And then, the next morning, everything went south so, so. spectacularly quickly. And in, in really just about every conceivable way. Nell woke up terribly ill with ghoul fever. As to his credit, Baylor had warned him, maybe a problem, and Nell <laughs> flew him off. Or filth fever for or digging around fever. in a bunch of dead bodies. There's a, Who knows? There's a variety of uh, horrible afflictions, or possibly it could. Por que no los dos? <laughs> yeah, por que no los dos? You fought you just... a, a crazy guest. It could be something much more severe. We're we not also sure fought yet. Otug. You also fought a very diseased Otug, yes. So. There's a wide variety of afflictions that could have taken over Nell right now, but the point is, he is actually dying and needs to go to the temple of Abadar and Lothidar a day's journey away. And as everyone was readying in the morning, just barely at the crack of dawn, you were visited by a second 
terrible thing in the guise of the County Seneschal, Sir Gusan, who, operating under Count Lothied, you'd met him at the Jubilee when he first arrived in the county. Maybe there was a dream, possibly, that he could be useful or helpful or on your side. If anyone thought that, that was shattered very, very quickly as he came to inquire to Dara and Inori about some things he'd overheard, or rather a servant had overheard, during their stay at the Crab Estate. It was, uh, an interesting couple sentences. You, uh, you remember what it was, Inori? I don't know. Why don't you refresh my memory? We do have the verbatim written down. We do have the verbatim of um, what you said that he... His delivery was so flawless, too. That he was inquiring to. He had a concern about the motives of Eutropia. I mean, why were we picked? That's an interesting sentence for someone to be saying. In Marat County, who had just arrived under very spontaneous circumstances to take control of one of the, like, five major towns and settlements there. So... That literally changes a lot of my thought process, because when you repeated it, you said he at the beginning. So, uh, okay. You so, were talking about something that your sword had told you. Exactly. Uh, it was after you'd been talking to Ciaran, and he had told you a bit more about the previous interactions or was asking you to think, rather, about why the group of you were brought together by uh, Martella and Princess Eutropia. But he didn't really have a great answer to that one. As a... No, the yeah, answer was to throw us Thunderstone on the floor. No, no. I accidentally dropped a concussion grenade slash Thunderstone under the ground. The best response you could come up with was that response. Well, that was when Dara was getting in yeah, trouble. The best response that either of us could come up with was <laughs> him saving my life. Yeah? My he his mind red. Accidentally dropping a thunderstone onto the ground, which by complete accident complete broke accident. the concentration that Gusern had, because this was also a fantastic time to find out Gusern's an inquisitor, and can magically yeah. tell when you're lying. So, <laughs> it makes... It makes lying to him at least several steps more difficult. The worst part about the whole thing, though, is now I only have two Thunderstones left. <laughs> we'll pick you up another Thunderstone, buddy. Don't you worry. I, I'm going to say, if that's the worst problem you see in this whole situation, then you have a, <laughs> an incredibly optimistic outlook that I personally am very jealous of out of character. But we left off immediately in the wake of that. Kahina, Nell, and I believe Baylor, correct? Had uh, gone to ride to Lothidar. No, to... Kahina stayed with uh, Anori. Yeah, Shenmue and yeah. The three of them are going. Yeah. We, I'm Kahina staying with Anori got bit by the O2 also, so we wanted to make sure she was okay. Okay, okay, okay. So it's Dara and Kahina are staying. Baylor yes. Anori and Yeah, we possibly have to go kill an innocent man. So awesome. Hey, Our days start out great. Sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do. Don't say that because <laughs> that may be throwing you Which under the bus. Which brings us at some to point. the final step awesome. Awesome. of our wrap up here of the awesome. fantastic morning that the party has been having. 
With no real evidence, Suku Saren warned you, but rode uh, to leave back to Lothiar, having rode through the night to arrive here before you could head anywhere in the morning. But he left you a present in the form of one of his soldiers. What's his name? Can we call him Steve? <laughs> I want to, like, call him the wrong name, like, all the time now. Hey, do it. RP that. Do yeah. it. He doesn't deserve a name. Yeah. <laughs> did I give him a name? I don't think I don't know. I, don't... I think, I think I, we you, should you, give you, him you one. You definitely said one. Yeah, I'm pretty positive that a name was involved in introducing I, this guy. I wasn't in the, the right state But I'm going to be completely time, so. honest. I sure don't remember what it was. <laughs> it's okay. Neither do we. And I was pretty sure I wrote it down because I have a, a thing in my notes here that you were assigned a guy, but actually <laughs> not what the guy's name was. So <laughs> guess who gets to pick a new game or a new name? It's me. Well, one of one of us asked if he could defend himself in a fight. That was me. That was you. So I think around that point, you might have said his name, but I don't remember when. Did. When Gusern was telling the person to stay, he called out a name. I'm pretty yeah. sure. Yeah, Steven, I'm pretty sure I was you stay with <laughs> But we're gonna go with Linus because I lost the name I gave oh. him, and Linus sounds good to me at the moment. He sounds so. like a Linus. <laughs> so, mm -hmm. Sounds like a Linus kind of guy. But anyway, a wet you're blanket. Left you're left with Linus to watch over you. No one gets that. Okay. Make sure that we got it. nobody does anything disagreeable for the Count and his interests. And while he's not going to be following you off into battle or anything, he is going to follow you around while you're doing official business and while you are visiting any other Marat nobles. Which kind of makes your actual job here a bit harder, I think. But that's not all. There is good news. There is always a silver lining. With him, Linus has brought an opportunity for you to get back in the Count's good graces. All you gotta do is kill one of the commoners of Stockies for poaching. Oh, it's gonna be a good day. It's is, gonna be a good day in Marat County. You have to look up the law on that if, if that's... Hey, if that's the law the is he's guilty, he gets his head chopped off. So we left off immediately <laughs> in the wake of all of this. Just actually immediately afterwards. So Gusarin had just rode off, left Linus, and Linus had informed you that Dara couldn't go to Lothidar. He needed to stay and uh, oversee this trial of the commoner they'd brought back because it is one of your subjects, technically. But that doesn't stop the rest of you from heading up to Lothidar. But as soon as he had gone back down to Honora's pub in Stockies to await uh, Sir Rostam and whoever wanted to come with him to oversee this trial's appearance, he closed the door and we were right there. No one had, uh, had left yet. I know Nell and Kahina are currently... Kahina was helping Nell get two-way horse. That's why I was confused about who was actually leaving. But you are... I mean, I, I figure right if there. that's happening, happening immediately, I'll at least go see what's happening. It's on the way to leaving, so... I know Anori flipped a table and started cussing. That happened. Yeah, that happened. Yeah, you would flip the table and we left immediately because we over time we had to stop. So this is the... In your estate, back in the Betany estate, immediately after Gusarin and Linus have left. 
just... So what are we supposed to do about that now? Wait, is Linus outside? Linus has gone to Stockies. Linus has gone to Stockies. He's left. He went oh, back to the town. Okay. Yeah, he went back to the prisoner. Exactly. Well, the first thing would be that we never speak of anything outside of these walls ever again. Okay, ever know, again. I was just sharing a thought. I, I thought I everybody would want to know. That's fine. Trying to, trying to calm down a little bit. None of us, there's no one here that we can trust. And as you know, even if they are our friends, we aren't who they think they Should are. Should never. Who they think we are. I, so, I know better, but still, I, Dame Crab, of course, all of her servants are a bunch of gossip. That's fine. We just have to spin it in a different light. Our, uh, the only thing that I can think of as being picked, you know, if you're questioned about it again, talk about the gala. That's all I can. That's all I could think of. That but we I said were... the w- exact words he said at the beginning. He, so who he's going to ask? Who's the he I'm referring to? I'm going to say my magical talking sword. I mean, if he thought you, you could, were... you could think about it. Bartleby loves magic, so if he had, a, if you have a magical talking sword, it pays to keep you around. He's not touching my sword. I In- know. Intelligent but... swords aren't common, but they're not unheard of. It is accurate. I mean, in Galarian, it's it would be a rare and exceptional point of interest, but it's not like this is the first intelligent item that's ever existed. And it would prove that the he I'm referring to would be truthful as well. Mm-hmm. So that's and it's fair. And I mean, when when you say it, the more the question is, if the he comes up, then it's it, it, then it is your sword. Bartleby will be interested in that. And Neutropia comes up, you talk about being chosen to sit together at the gala, as she was trying to network people who are inter, who are interested in making the change to the law, which is not a lie. You are all there for that reason. Whether you know, he knows you as well. We definitely can't. We can't name drop. Uh, Martella, we know that for sure. We can't. Of course saying. not. We can't say that. We or were... why? What we were doing for her? You so could. We just... Well, I mean, basically, you could just say that uh, while talking to your sword, he floated the idea that maybe we were all picked uh, to. We were picked because we were of a like mind, and that we knew we knew other people, and that we would possibly influence them of being a like mind, being open to the law being changed. Not necessarily that it had to be just because of Eutropia, but maybe further down the line. Yeah, I was thinking more like he just really likes parties. Something like that. You know, he just loves social gatherings. He's a very talkative uh, entity. That's fine. At the time, we did not know how close the agent we were working with was to Eutropia. Mm-hmm. We didn't true. know how closely we were working to Eutropia. We knew an agent had picked us up trying to work towards the changing of primogeniture. We only found out later how close that agent was working for the princess. And then by then we had been through the trials and tribulations of the gala and were friends and decided that uh, Opara was not where we wanted to be in a bunch of civil disrest. 
around that time, we got the uh, the news that we had inherited uh, the Betney estate from Dara's cousin, or second, third cousin, twice removed, or whatever it was something that we like are. That. I can and give you the relationship. We decided crazy. that second cousin apart, once removed. Second cousin once removed. But that's that the thing. Like it's stay, that's Dara. Like why are we right, all staying right, together? But I'm just saying. We decided after going through the trauma. Ah, okay, of, okay. We of the, yeah. How that, did we survive? Yeah, we we got out by sticking together and decided that Opara was probably not where we wanted we, to be. We fought the through the ruins. There are plenty of nobles who we rescued down there who can vouch for it. For that. It was Mars a second have cousin to change. Removed, yeah, but get down there. The exact relation. <laughs> But I don't know. I feel like a lot of, he's a smart guy. There's a lot of things that we could say that would stay as close to the story as you can without telling the full truth. I'm not looking to go talk to this guy. No, I mean, I'm if saying it if it comes up again, road. if it comes up again, that you just have to be prepared and you have to get your story straight. He'll be back. Believe me, he'll be. I'm back. sure, or we'll end up summoning the Bartlebys or something like that. Something yeah. will happen where we have to talk about it once more. What if he asks if we are still working for? Whatever. I mean, we could say that we decided that after the premature law was passed, but then upheaval, we've decided to... Well, that's an easy one. After almost getting killed at this gala, I was so excited to be at. You know what? Yeah. I think I'm going to do my own thing from now on. Yeah. We withdrew from Opara, not thinking it was safe, and decided that maybe our ventures were best put being nobles elsewhere, somewhere a little they more quiet. Together, we stayed together. There we go. Rah, mm -hmm. rah, team. Brought us together by chance and circumstance, hoping that our influence would spread the, for the vote. It did, but now we but won't know matter. part. But it didn't matter. And now we've removed ourselves from Opara for something simpler. And in Nell's case, uh, and I guess in all of our cases, more uh, for more mon uh, monetary gains. Keep in mind that the... In the current state of Taldor and its government, there is no official ruling on the primogeniture mm -hmm. law right now. Uh, yeah. Because in the wake of the Exaltation Day Massacre and with no ruler of Taldor, that there is no consensus on when ha what happened with that vote. Obviously, you were literally there. Uh, there are some other so people like Baron O'Kara that mm -hmm. were there. But there is no like official national standpoint on how that vote went. So in the eyes okay. of the nation as a whole and the law, that vote didn't pass. It's still in the air. Right. So senators were dying and other affluent nobles were dying. It was in our best interest to keep our skin and go do something else for a while until the dust settles. So that was us. The reason for us being picked, the reason for us still being together is we fought our way out of there and we got out of town. Didn't you say that he had a, a rough upbringing and stuff? Like he was uh, an orphan, I believe. One, one of you Goosern, guys said. Yes, yeah. yes he was I raised could, by the, the I could, banker. Uh, I could, the archbanker. I could relate to that. Maybe get him softened up so he doesn't get so stiff on me. Mm. You know, uh, you know, brought give up the Inquisitor of Abadar a sob story. That'll work. 
It's a way to relate to them. You know, if you ever had a conversation with somebody before? I mean, you are on your way out there to treat poor Nell. I mean, you could appeal to his mother because you're going to see her. She likes us. And she likes us a lot. Who's his mother again? The Archbanker. The Archbanker raised him. Oh, boy. And she likes us. Mm-hmm. Uh, on, <laughs> on this note, what are we supposed to do about Bubo? <sighs> I don't now, know. We don't know I mean, where he is. He's not here. He might be dead. Gassern could have killed him on the way here, as far as we know. He hasn't turned up. Okay. Good plan. Until we have <laughs> any <laughs> idea where he is, we can't do anything about him. Well, he what if he does He was that. a bandit. We don't yeah. know that. He is a Medusa Slayer. He's a as Medusa far as Slayer. We know, that's why we hired him. Okay. He performed a great service for the county in basically single handedly killing a Medusa. We offered him a job defending the town. Okay. He talked about real. hypothetical banditry, but he never said he did any of it. <laughs> okay. I'm not wrong, Squid. I'm looking at you over there. <laughs> you know, it's not it's not wrong. He is a Bubo the hypothetical ex bandit. The Medusa slave. Bubo knows how to talk better than most of this party right here around <laughs> me. He never he never did directly say that uh anything that anything really <laughs> was all I No, there was no evidence. We don't, we don't and know. And he talked in several gloriously large circles around Which any is what Shinmu needs to learn to do. With an inquisitor. Yeah, because no, if you're not Especially lying, with an inquisitor. Uh, it was a I bit of a different like situation. Maybe... You guys weren't interrogating Bubo. Bubo was just kind of trying to to figure out how to but, deal with a monster with you guys. I mean, regardless of like how you're talking and whatnot, there's a line that you cross where the Inquisitor's like, hey, you're lying. Whereas if you're just speaking in half-truths and not getting to the point, nobody knows what you're trying to say. The secret? You don't even know what you're trying to I'm say. You're trying to say. Okay, I'll try now, to keep all that in mind. What's that called? Now we have to go kill an innocent man and possibly make the town hate us. But hold on a second. You guys jumped the gun pretty quick there. Let's just oh, go confess and Nori, no big deal. We need to remember, we all in this together, okay? So if I, I go I, down, I, <laughs> Dara was with me. Dara had my back. You guys were all like, who's a Nori? I don't know where she came from. She's if, talking all this craziness. I, I, I would not be opposed to having a slightly overbearing wife that uh, maybe speaks more than she should when I have no idea what to say. <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> Out of character, I thought I was getting a horse. I didn't know I was there. <laughs> or else, wait me, like, you don't want to smoke up. I thought I was getting a horse. I didn't realize I got stopped and I could talk or else I would have <sighs> saved you both. <laughs> Now, to be fair, having each other's back in that situation is not wrong because you were both the ones he was questioning. Here's the problem, yeah. though, Del. He knows if if he thinks that he's suspicious of me and I was with you guys then and I'm still with you guys, you're all guilty, too. 
Don't now, you understand? He didn't say who was in there. It doesn't room. matter what he says. Think for a second. If he can, if he, we're suspicious of you. Yeah. Oh, you, you, you know what, Baylor? Playing the game. Let's there's go. Nothing wrong. I, with I, I'm getting, I'm getting upset now. Okay. Could we please take Nell and get him treated so he doesn't <laughs> die on the way? Yeah, Nell's not looking. Step one. Yeah, he's a little green. Keep the party fighter alive. So with some Step discussion two, find of out if the magical beings of the house are against killing people. How we're going to order this and what exactly is the plan. We've laid down some ideas and begun to try to figure out how to deal with the surprise visit from Gusern out of the blue. But now is still dying and needs to go to the temple really bad. So with that, the party splits. Inori, Baylor, and Nell will take their horses up to Lothiar and arrive later that afternoon to meet with the acolytes of Abadar and the clerics in the temple there and see what needs to be done. Dara and Kahina well, get to I stay do home. hang around for this. You're going to die. Go. <laughs> yep. Baylor, can you knock him out and cast sleep something? All right. So I'm going to say here, you are not aware, Nell, as a person that is currently dying of a disease, that this disease will just go ahead and hang out and not do anything until the well, next I, day at which point it will me kick again. Hour. That is a game mechanic that does not exist in universe. It's not going to kill me in the next hour. Your instinct as a, as a living creature. several creep. hours of riding that you need to yeah, make Yeah, it it's almost a full day's ride to Lothidar. And I'm sure Bryn can attest, riding a horse for a long period of time, healthy, is tiring. Riding it half dead... This is the bad is, ...is not good. And there's a reason why people would die on horseback in the Old West when they were shot, even if the shot wasn't fatal. It's going to be a pretty unpleasant ride, ride. For, you, uh, for the majority and for of the, the horse too because you probably vomit Which, all over it it turns out this is the exact reason that both you have a carriage and people take carriages places we don't it's have time because, for that yeah no, but I, but i mean like riding a horse all day is generally unpleasant which is why the nobles will take the almost twice as long to arrive places in a carriage it's just much more pleasant so, you three get your horses saddled and ready and leave for Lothidar, which leaves us with Dara and Kahina. Are you heading down to uh, Pyscom's pub Yeah, let's or... get our finery on, dear. We got to go kill a man. Yay. Um, Ooh, that's not so excited. This... So, darling, um... How... <laughs> Uh, how are those gnome things under our house? How agreeable are they to... Gnome things. <laughs> I know, how I love them. How are they to what? If, to kill our babysitter? No, 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 no. If we were to send them, would they go into town and maybe kidnap a man while we were distracting the guards? Or something, because you can't see them, right? They go invisible. <laughs> could we? I, I mean, I could ask. I don't know if they <laughs> meddle in the affairs of humans outside of the house. I don't because think they leave. If the man it, disappears, we cannot kill the man, right? You want to 
keep in mind I mean, that uh, go ask. I don't know, but I mean they might listen to Bangor. Stockings is like two and a half miles from the Vatney estate. I mean we could you're, they you're could a little ways me. removed from the town here. So you want these tiny little goblin things <laughs> to walk three miles into town? I mean we could ride them most of the way and then let them out. I mean, I'll go ask if you want me to, dear, but I don't think they would be very receptive, but I- I'll go ask. Unless, uh, I just think if the man is not there... We, we can't like... send him some to death? <laughs> but Thinking I don't know any other the box, way. I like it. <laughs> okay, <laughs> let's me go find out. <laughs> so I guess I'm going to go talk to our friends downstairs. So you go uh, head down into your basement to the little cavern where Nod and Blunk make their residence to go request a favor of your Domovoy. So you head down in this uh, cave with your, I imagine like a lamp or a candle Mm -hmm. or something to see with, maybe just your light spell. Make your way into the cavern and wait. And after a moment, the three small diminutive domovoi appear before you, looking up at you and just kind of shifting as they are wont to do. Okay. Kahina, as always, like, kneels down and gets on their level, because, yeah, that's how she does. She goes, I had a question and possibly a request. You said you used to Protect Miss Alice. Yes. They just kind of grumble a bit, look at each other, nod, look back at you, and nod. No Okay, from bad nobles. How did you do it? We, um... Lots of things. We, um... Make stays unpleasant. Encourage um, bad nobles to leave. We um, have some magic. (laughs) Ask him, dumb one. Very much dumb one. Um, we are being asked to go to town to prove ourselves to some of the bad nobles by possibly having to put an innocent man to death. Someone from Stockies, from our place, that we don't necessarily want to hurt. They're talking, look among themselves and grumble some more, this time slightly more angrily. Stockies, um, good folk. You, um, don't kill them. No, we don't, and we don't want to. But if we don't the bad nobles will come for all of us we are been told that if we don't kill this man that it will be us who is killed Baylor included we need to try to get him out but Dara and I cannot if we are seen helping him we're dead if we were to cause a distraction, invisibility, anything that, or even like ghost, ghost type things, 
anything we could do to rescue him and hide him. We, um... Not sure what I'm wanting. If we took you to town with us and were to distract the guards and we had the man, they usually lock lock him in a uh, a cellar by himself while the people talk. If we were to get him by himself, could you magic him away? Me, I'm small. Wink, I'm not small creatures. Defend house from bad ones, mm. but I'm never left for town. Mm. Not fighters. I understand. I didn't want to put you in any danger, but... Dara said we should ask to see if maybe you could help. I understand if you can't. We just were very distraught on what to do about this because if he is innocent, there's the, we don't want to hurt him. This um, situation is news, not new. Bad nobles and killing good folk. Always. It's, uh, how they keep them power. Hmm. Well, wish me luck then. I'm going to have to go do a lot of talking. <sighs> if they come for us, you can help us defend the house. <laughs> this kind of grumble amongst themselves again. Mm. Maybe. Well, I not um, fighters, he no. says again. And like I said, and as that's he does, fine. the other two also plant themselves and shake their heads. Well, thank you, thank you for talking to me. I'll send Baylor down when they get back from taking the dumb one to hopefully not being so dumb and getting himself poisoned. So the dumb boy not really seeming like they want to get themselves mm -hmm. involved directly. Sort of out of yeah options, really. We've and Cain will just come back up to Dar, and there's nothing that they can do. They don't possess a magic that would help us wild him away while we were, while the others were, and I have no magics that will would do that. I have. Mm, I mean, I can make myself up here like a scary fae, but that's, they'll know it's me, and, you know. Or, or, or you could maybe put on your changing clothes, you know, for the uh, commoner, and blend in, and I could distract them, and you could sneak it away. I mean, <laughs> Honora's house is not that big. I think they would see me walk into the that's true. I guess yeah. we could just go kill him. We're going to have to go either create, get creative with the letter of the law, or unfortunately, we may have to kill a man. Okay. <laughs> so, somewhat out of other ideas, 
I imagine the two of you take your remaining horses and head down into Stockies and into the uh, into the pub that she runs out of her main room there. Now you don't really have a whole lot of ideas here, and as the harvest is starting up tomorrow afternoon, there are far less of the various peasants of Stockies in attendance at the trial this time. In fact, the pub is about as empty as you've ever seen it. And as you enter, Honora's uh, not even back behind her counter. Uh, she's just waiting, not meeting you outside like she had before. Waiting inside at the far end with a very sour expression. A couple of the random farmers scattered around with... Mostly empty mugs, just kind of waiting. And Linus and two more of Count Lothied's soldiers waiting with a... What appears to be very severely beaten man that you'd recognize from. At least seeing him around Stockies a bit. Uh, Stockies isn't big enough that living here and in the estate and being in as much as you in and out as much as you are that there's really anyone that lives here that you aren't at least like passingly familiar with you might not know everyone's names but you'd at least recognize everyone who has a farm or a home here mm-hmm. so you make your way in nobody says anything at first uh and The guards and Linus don't even turn around to uh, acknowledge the entrance. They are talking amongst themselves next to the uh, defendant, as it is, I suppose. So I guess Kahina would walk over. They'd walk over and take their normal like place where they judged the the woman last time. Now I'll be up near where Honora is. Mm-hmm. As you walk up to her, she's just glaring. She sees you enter and shakes her head. Well, I'll be having a good time being Tribune, Dara. So far, it has been interesting. I do not know how this will proceed you know well they're not really paying a whole lot of attention this is all a farce I ain't never seen the count go out of his way to make a show out of laying down the law like this he's not he's trying to make us prove our loyalty we've done too much for the people and I think it scares him as it damn well should. But right now, what we're going to do about it, no unless you lot are willing to stand up to the Count and his laws. Unfortunately, this one seems pretty straightforward. She says, uh, motioning over towards the group in the corner who still haven't really acknowledged anyone else entered. Uh, they don't seem to care about any, any of the people in this pub at all. In fact, the three guards are having a Grand time, joking amongst themselves and laughing, while everyone else in the room is pretty near silent. Is he known for hunting that far out? 
Is any did anyone else see him here that could speak up for him? Bortimer? I mean, he's a hunter. A lot of the town is. It's what we got to do to get by. We ain't got much in the way of livestock. Mm -hmm. uh, since we've had the farms expanded, there's been some talk of uh, branching out a bit more. We've got a bit more room and resources, but at the moment, we've it's just how we get by. But he knows what a lion's are, I'm sure, as much as anybody else here does. So I don't know. We can question They won't his... let me talk to him, so... Well, he has a right to speak up. By the letter of the law, he can defend himself and others if they are witnesses. And we'll try our best to sway it in his favor. But I don't know what we can do other than... I have an idea, but I don't know that it'll work. Well, you can see how empty this place is now. Folk have already given up on this one, but I gotta say, I think this is what the Count wants. They got it in their heads, you're different, things are turning around with you here, like you said, you've been reaching out to the people, and he's knows he can use this to prove that you're just the same as all the rest of them, at least in their eyes. I wish I could help you more, but don't have a good answer to this. We'll do what we can. I hope it's enough. And she just nods over towards the group in the corner. Well, calm over, I guess. Dara? Uh, we are ready to, to proceed. And uh, as you speak up, blindness stops for a second, turns around and smiles and puts up a hand. Oh, hey! Uh, I didn't notice you guys come in. Uh, one moment. And he turns back around and puts a hand on one of the guard's shoulders, pull, uh, pulls them all close together, almost in a close huddle. Says a couple things to him real quick. Pats him on the back, they all laugh, and he makes his way across the room to you. All eyes of the couple commoners still in are on them as they make their way across. And not too long after, Linus makes his way over. Two guards escort Portimer, uh, Portimer up to about the middle of the room. Uh, closer to you, but in front of you and past the rest of the commoners. And so Linus steps up says, I don't really know how you guys run these things, but it's pretty straightforward. Your man, Portimer, I understand a resident of Stockies, uh, was caught by these two guards here uh, poaching the Count's deer in the Abbey Wood just north of the stocky spur and just returning him in for sentencing really um kahina would then just turn to the two guards and be like where exactly in the abbey wood were you when you caught this man and they'd kind of look at each other a little confused <laughs> like they weren't expecting to be asked any questions Adam steps up I uh it's right across the spur the south end of the forest but certainly on the lands he was <clears throat> carving up the hide off of his kill and 
quarter it into chunks so you can carry back to town, I imagine. Okay. Uh, and then Kahina would turn to Portimer. Portimer, were you aware that you had drifted past the hunting lines into the Count's Wood when you were hunting? And, uh, Portimer isn't looking at you. He's looking at kind of like the ground in front of him. And as you talk to him, he doesn't look at you. He turns and looks to one of the guards next to him. Like he's scared almost, and the guard just elbows him. Sir, that will not be necessary right now. Everybody, due to the letter of the law, gets to have a say in their trial. I will not have you bludgeoning the accused in front of me. Uh, Linus kind of laughs. <laughs> I understand. We understand. We can do this. Uh, we can do this proper, like, if you want. Uh, go ahead, Portimer. And he looks up slowly and just doesn't want to hold eye contact with anybody. I I wounded a deer hunting south of the spur. It limped off uh, across the river and I followed it to put, uh, put it down. Finish off the end of suffer and I, I didn't realize I trespassed on the Count's lands. But you made the you made the shot on the right side of the spur. When you were still in legal hunting lands. And he just kind of nods. And uh, Linus smiles again and waves ahead. Well, it doesn't matter where he shot the thing. He followed up into the Count's lands and killed it. By his own account. I guess at that point she turned to Honora. Honora, do you know exactly where the line... We're still new here. Where exactly is the defining line? It's... The lands north of the the spur, the okay. Stavian Barony starts north of the river and north of the fork to Pensaris. East of that's Okaras, and out west of these swamp lands and forests, past the Gold Pebble Canyons, the Voinum Barony. You, I understand. You, you just the tribunes of Stockies here. I know it's no nothing you usually gotta keep in your minds, but I mean. This seems pretty straightforward to me. Would a uh, very injured deer be able to cross the spur? Is it quite deep? We were in the marsh earlier and it ended up... It was moderately deep and I assume the spur is much deeper. And very Portimer hard to cross. Portimer doesn't answer, but Linus is kind of shrugs... I don't know. I'm not a hunter. I'm a... Well, then let's ask a hunter, shall we? Portimer. And he nods. The last few years since the, the pump house has been down and the canal ain't flowing right, the water levels are low. It's barely a creek. I couldn't. I couldn't have followed it across if there if there was that much moving water. Hmm. And Linus just shakes his head. I, well, still seems relevant in the grand scheme of things. I, I have to ask. Look, really, Count Lothi just sent us down here as an extension of goodwill. This is all 
pretty much a formality as far as I can tell. Are you heading towards something or can we I'm just get on with this? heading towards the let the truth, which is the letter of the law. Do you not follow the teachings of the Church of Avatar? I, I understand what, what we're doing, but the, the, by his own account, he killed it on the Count's lands. That's, that, that's quite literally and directly a confession. What are we fishing for here? I'm just questioning, since you seem to have beat him black and blue, if this is actually an honest confession, or if he's just scared that he'll be beaten to, to death. If he's been coached to say something else other than what was the actual truth. Now one of the guards uh, that's with him at this point puts a hand up. He, uh, was belligerent. We did what we had to do to bring him under control. He was hunting. He was armed. And Portimer just shakes his head like it, like it's just a tiny shake. Look at the ground. And Linus says, well, there you go. Well within our rights. Well within your rights. If he was actually threatening you, but just beating a citizen is not within your rights, especially if it's a stocky citizen. Oh, look, Les, I wasn't there personally. I'm just the envoy Count Lothied sent down to oversee this whole thing, and quite frankly, your husband. You, by your own account, you're new here. I understand. But this is a pretty straightforward answer. Just set this one up so we can move on. You kill the deer on the Count's lands. The law's clear. Um. I mean, what do you want to do? Go up there and <laughs> check the scene? Why not? That seems like a lovely idea. Because it's a waste of everyone's time. He said he killed it north of the spur. That's the Stavian barony. Those are the Count's Woods. Dear, do you have anything else to do today? Uh, I do not. But, um, let me confer with my wife for one, just one moment, please. Yes, sir. To your <laughs> town. Okay. So... I still think I think he probably did kill this deer on their land, and it is the law that they get killed on. If they get killed on their land, it is the law. I don't know if there is any way to uh, change his sentence. That seems the best we can do. Therefore, he is uh, clearly guilty in their mind. I mean, I will defer to you, but if we get up there and we see that. He actually hadn't. Well, I feel like he might have just <clears throat> hoping he wouldn't. He had already injured the deer. I was hoping he could just kill it, quarter it, and bring it bring it home real quick. So I think he might actually be guilty. And if we were to string it out, we are making we are putting our as you're talking, Linus goes over to join the other two guards with Portimer. And they also start talking amongst themselves. Uh, I feel like we might be pushing something that is not in our favor. And if we find out they made him lie, all of this is made up. We kill an innocent man and turn the town against us. And everything we've worked for is for nothing. Well, everything we've worked for in this town, but we still have done quite a bit for this town. 
the mm -hmm. overarching our overarching mission is not to get Bartlebit uh, uh, against us too early. Hmm. We won't be able to visit any of the other nobles. She's just gonna kind of like oh, right. put the kibosh on saying, let's not talk about that here. <laughs> and uh, as, you, as you're talking, you see Linus clap Portimer on the shoulder and nod and turn back to you. Uh, Sir Rostam, Tribune, I believe the defendant wanted to say something. Okay. And he steps forward slowly and looks up. I killed that deer on the Abbey Wood. I didn't follow it across the river. It was up there when I shot it. But the Abbey Wood's been free hunting land for years. How was I supposed to know that this has changed? And Landis waves a hand. That's not our problem, son. It's the Count's lands now and the law's clear. You well, post a deer. Excuse me. When did the Abbey Wood cease to be free hunting land? Uh, and how Stavian, were the people notified? The uh, Stavian Barony took over the Abbey Wood, what, eight, ten months ago? It's been damn near a year. Ignorance oh. of the law is no excuse. It is if the law was never presented to any of the people in this town. And Nora, was this is this public knowledge? Because this is news to us being here. <laughs> Nora puts her hands up. I... I told them, I'm fair sure of... While well, I was acting Tribune, I brought back whatever news that the Count told me to, so I I, I did inform the people of Stockies. Uh, he may not have been at that particular meeting, but... She just kind of, like, backs up, physically backs up a step. Like, she's like, and I'm not getting dragged into this. And Lyon says, well, there you go. Even more cut and dry. The deer was in the Abbey Wood the whole time. Well, if he, if you, if he, if she did tell the town that this was no longer hunting grounds, I don't know what else we could do. I don't know what you're, what you're looking for to do. Or you're the Tribune of Stockies. You're under Baron Akira and here to enact the law of Count Lothi. Are you trying to find some way around it? This is, is this not? If he was innocent. We just want to make sure that we are following the letter of the law and that we aren't putting an innocent man to death. And I now that it seems that we are not- I the man a benefit of the doubt, but this seems, it's, it's real cut and dry. The man confessed, he was notified of the change and the, the uh, what's the, the legal word? The, the ownership? That one of the two guys in the port of her was sent up. Jurisdiction, sir? J jurisdiction, that's the word, thank you, of the Abbey Wood. What else do we need? What are we, what are we doing? Go ahead, Tara. Well, uh, it seems like uh, we are going to have to agree with you that the deer was uh, killed on land that was not public land and by the letter of the law, as we are law abiding, uh, this man must be put to death. And uh, Portimer just looks down at his own feet, and Linus nods. <laughs> See? That feels good, don't it? Civilization rests on the word of the law. You're doing a good job. Don't let Sue Gusarin take that away from you. Portimer, do you have any last wishes for your family? 
that we need to carry out. He just shakes his head. Says, all right. Well, notice you, you don't have much out in that town square there, save for Gallows, so we'll get it rigged up. We can take care of the rest. Uh, you spend anywhere else today, Sir Rostam, or should I just head back up to your estate afterwards? Uh, or did you want to preside? Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Where exactly will you be staying in our estate? We hardly have room to accommodate you. Well, I, uh... I'd been under the impression that I'd be occupying one of your, your guest rooms to keep tabs oh. on you as the seneschal had ordered. Oh, that's fine. I don't have any problem with you staying on the estate. I will have the carriage house. I'll bring some stuff out to the carriage house for you. Fair enough. <laughs> and with that, he, uh, he turns... And the two guards just kind of nod and smile and start to pretty much physically just drag Portimer out. Not that he's resisting, but that he's not really helping <laughs> out of Piescombs. Like and, uh, taking a toddler somewhere. Yeah, it's like taking a, yeah, exactly. <laughs> taking a toddler to his death, to be fair, but, but yeah, like physically just dragging a toddler off somewhere. And uh, as they get outside... Nora just shakes her head. Townsfolk ain't gonna like that much. Believe uh, me, if there was anything we could have done, we would have tried to stop it. But he all but admitted it in front of them. No, don't I get don't... me wrong. I ain't blaming you. They're gonna, though. And then she turns and... Uh, can I catch her before she actually Yeah, you can, you can grab her and she turns back around. Uh, I've actually been um, working on some... Uh, town legislation to straighten these things out to make sure that everything is clear so that we can all be under the same rules that we all think are fair. It is unfortunate that I did not get these out before this happened, but I would like to uh, plan a town meeting at some, at some point to make sure everybody understands and has an essay. Well, you're going to want to wait till uh, after the harvest, of course, but uh, yeah, I can... I can call the folk. I don't know what you can do about situations like this, though. The, the count ain't, ain't going to let you overturn his poaching laws. And if something takes place on his land, he's going to have done what he wants to have done. Find out if there's anything that his family will need. We'll take care of it. I want to leave that for a day or two, but uh, I'll... See if I can find anything. Extra help at the harvest or anything. Just Look, let us know. This ain't your fault. I know it can feel like it is, but there's nothing you could have done. With that, she turns back to where she was going and heads back into the back room. We'll set him up in the carriage house. And we'll let the Domovoy have their fun. He won't sleep for days. I promise you, dear. Isn't there still a snake body out there? there yes, there is. Yes, there was still about There's ten feet of snake, oh, snake in there. He gets to sleep with the rotting snake corpse. I think he yeah. might object to that. Is it still Don't rotting? Care. Did you use the unguent on it? We did. Oh, you, you 
Did you? Oh, yeah, we did because we were going to. So uh, it's not a rotting snake corpse, it's just a regular it's snake, just corpse. A snake corpse. I brought it up. I never got. I like, thought what? we were gonna do it so we could preserve the scales and or the. That's what I was double checking. I wasn't actually let, positive where we it. landed on that. Well, I I never asked what, because. Look this up again. Got eight doses. The snake be a large object. It would be a large object, yes. Okay, so that would use two of the eight doses we have. Oh, that's I, actually I, less than I would have figured, but yeah, fair. Because it's a large creature, so its body is going to be a large object. Yeah, it's a large object counts as two medium objects. It's enough to coat eight medium or smaller objects. I mean, with how large the snake was, that's a lot of snake leather. <laughs> that is a lot of snake leather. Mm -hmm. That's, that's, that's what we're going to do we're with all it. all getting jackets, boys. <laughs> jackets for everyone. Tunnel snakes rule. I just wanted to make sure I got how much. Um, yeah, I, I was left. pretty so, yeah, sure we wanted to sell it. it. To uh, two doses of unguent to preserve the rest of that body. All right. So, Dara and Kahina, I don't know if there's anything else in particular you want to take care of in, uh, in or around Stockies today, other than just going back to your estate and trying your best to just not be around Linus <laughs> as much yeah. as you can while still being. I'm going to go with technically polite not like yeah. actively offensive but legally just polite legally just polite. enough we'll give him shelter the, the, the we'll give minimum. him food but we're gonna let the dumb boy torment him during the night meanwhile up in lothidar later on that afternoon if you were just riding the horses let me double check it's 22 miles to lothidar and a horse can go 40 miles in a day so it's probably a good six-hour horse ride up to Lothidar, you would be arriving mid-afternoon. And I assume, with the rigors of such a ride and Nell's current state, you are going to head directly for the Temple of Ebidar? I would push forward directly towards the Temple. <laughs> yeah, we're going to listen to Baylor this time. Are we learning? Are we learning to just listen to the things that Valor tells us to do? To Probably not, but they're listening for the moment. <laughs> we'll take that. So the group of you arrive at the Temple of Abadar in Lothidar that afternoon. And, well, you need something. You're not entirely positive what. Baylor's got several good ideas about what it could be, but you're greeted again by one of the clerics. Uh, and there are enough clerics that work in this temple here that it's not always the same person every time. There's a, a wide assortment of acolytes and worshippers of Abadar that work in the temple that you pretty much have a new face basically every time. So they don't immediately recognize you. But he welcomes you and offers his services. Probably looks right at Nell, because Nell looks like he's he about be... to fall over. But I mean, yeah. Nell's, Nell's not like difficulty standing, dying. He's just feels like he's stumbling a little. He doesn't need bad. a shoulder he to lean on or nothing. Yeah, he doesn't look a whole worse than someone with like a really severe hangover or maybe still actively pretty drunk is about probably the level he's at physically. But if he's heading into the Temple of Abadar trying to play that up, then yes, the man's eyes would immediately. He's down 30% of his constitution. That's the only, he's only 30% of the way to dying. <laughs> That's just a bad flu. 
That's thirty percent more than yesterday, though. So uh, he, he he turns to Nell. If you need our magics and our support, I'm sure that with tithing we can see to your needs. Of course. Um, the archbanker knows what's wrong. She's dealt with us before. I, I'm not good with magic, but she was able to cure something like this. Uh, the lady Peril is busy with a meeting this afternoon. Uh, did you have an appointment to meet with her? No, just someone who could help us. We, we were treated here before, and I'm, I'm sure there are plenty of you who are more than capable. We do have just... several clerics that will be able to tend to whatever it is that you do need. Now, I, I first... What was the Please, name sir. of the cleric who was coming towards our town? That was Festo Mize. He's going to be promoted, too. Your cleric, Mize. Would you, would you ask for Festo? Or are you just asking me? I, 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 I was asking for Remember, because that he's probably getting ready to go, but if you if Nell wants someone who knows us... You would have a contact that you could reach here, for sure. Couldn't hurt. Yeah. Are you, well, are you going to, or...? Yeah, no, I mean, we I'd ask for him by name. Because oh, he is um, also someone familiar with us. Cleric Mize is similarly occupied. Up. He's preparing himself for an outreach journey uh, to the beleaguered village of Stockies to the south. He has volunteered on a calling to do what he can for those poor people down encroached by the swamp and to reach out with the yeah, 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 yeah. We've, we've heard all this were those guys. It's great. My friend's dying. Is there anybody that can look at him here then, or is everybody tied up today? No, no. We we do have several clerics capable of treating your ales. Is, do you know of their source? It's possibly Ooh. ghoul fever, but there were other exposures as well that could have caused this. In order to treat you properly I'll I'll need more information did you encounter these ghouls in Marat in Stockies the town surely has more woes than we had imagined I was unaware there was an undead presence do you know if had you traveled west uh, towards Baron Talus's lands or was this in the village of Stockies itself was in the bog to the north we were attempting to clear out the pump house that has been abandoned for many years and came across an infestation of ghouls inside of it uh, can I roll sense motive on this to determine if this seems maybe the procedure is a little different than previous times well, because you didn't immediately have a, a reason to talk to Lady Pearl this time. <laughs> well, I mean, it just seems like the guy is... Well, he's concerned because you told him he got attacked by ghouls in Marat. Yeah, that's, a, that's a huge right. concern. They're clerics! They, uh, they get mad when undead are about. They're not yeah. t not traditionally big fans of the undead, Avadar and <laughs> clerics. 
like, not oh, exactly <laughs> around. Is this going to turn into an epidemic? Yeah, like, Do we yeah, need exa- to marshal yeah, that's, the forces? That's exactly what he's asking. He's like, oh, oh no, God. is this the first of a bunch of people that are going to show up with this problem? Gotcha. But, uh, okay, continue. Yeah, he's, he's like, oh, I have ghoul fever. That's like. <laughs> like, is Ebola on the loose now? Oh, yeah. No. Yes. That's, 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 like you in, that's like That's yeah. like you walk into your local clinic and you're like, "Hey, I think I have SARS." <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, like, you're like, "Oh, yeah. <laughs> hold on one moment." <laughs> I have walking Ebola. Yeah. I will I die. And I will continue flu. to spread Ebola when I am dead. Yeah. This is a. This is this is a, a cause My for concern. Cholera. Is that a thing around here? Yeah, it's not. It's it's certainly nothing. But you can roll your sense motive. But I mean, if you even take ten on sense motive, that's that's what you're getting from this guy. Is this is not in any way against you personally. It was a party because you have pretty decent sense motive. Uh, this is concern that somebody is coming with a ghoul encounter, and beyond that, a ghoul encounter from a village. They are actively going to build a temple in. All right, <laughs> that's true. So, uh, with that, he would usher you back into, uh, a small series of chambers. Small, little, like, patient areas off to the side, uh, away from the, the chapel hall. But built just, not a separate wing like the main temple in Apara. It's just that you will go in, and there's the bank front. There's a hall of worship, uh, towards the back, and off just kind of attached on a hallway in the side, or... A trio of small rooms uh, where they provide their spellcasting services. And as you enter, the cleric asks you to wait a moment for one of the presiding mages to come by. And after a few minutes, another woman enters. And uh, this woman is very bundled. She has a, a black silk stretched almost all the way across the lower half of her face. It's uh, a Pathfinder hazmat suit. And uh, long gloves and co- uh, covering her hands and arms all the way almost up to her shoulders underneath the edges of her robes. Pretty much the only thing you can see is under the hood of her robes and above that uh, that little mask are just her eyes. <laughs> And as she enters, you got the plague doctor. He doesn't have like, not that masks. Bad. We need yeah, the doesn't mask. have a plague doctor masks. He just has some small amount of protection drawn up around her. And as she enters, she looks over the group and sees clearly Nell, the one who is wounded. I understand we have a concern with a, a possible outbreak of ghoul fever from stockies. Well, not an outbreak. We. We quelled the outbreak. It's just I might have been infected. We don't know what kind of sick I got because there was a lot of things. There right. were ghouls, there was an Otug, and there was quite a mountain of just general viscera and corpses around in the area. Oh, Sorry. I, uh, I understand. If you have slain these creatures, these undead, you have done Abadar and his, even all of his people across Murad a great service. With the situation as it is, I would like to provide a first 
spell free of charge. It will require no tithing. This is in the interests of the temple and all of its people uh, to determine the exact affliction from which you are suffering. Uh, I hope you understand that ghoul fever is a very, very serious disease that can spread even after the death of a host. And if this is something that has shown up in any quantity, it is something we need to be aware of. It's fine with me. So, she is going to outstretch a hand and start to channel a spell. A very loud spell. Wow, that was an incredibly loud spell. And uh, <laughs> start to channel a spell. Her hand will glow with the uh, almost green-orange energy that emanates out like a light across Nell as she studies. And she holds it for 10, 15, 20 seconds before she releases the magic. And she would nod. It is as you had feared. The man is suffering from the symptoms and the affliction of a ghoul. You were bitten, I assume. Yes. Unfortunately, this is not the end of the ill news. Incubated within you, also, you are carrying filth fever. Not unheard of in any way for interactions with undead in their lairs. The general locations that these undead choose to exist and the conditions in which they thrive leads them quite strongly to situations where filth fever can propagate as easily as their own disease. Have you... When did you begin to feel these symptoms? About eight hours ago. So this is recent. That is good. Uh, I have magic that will be able, ideally, to prevent these, but with an affliction like this, a product of necromancy, it's never wholly guaranteed. I drank some anti-plague, if that helps at all. This is wise, but unfortunately I have no influence on the magic. Simply put, it is a test of Abadar's strength. Not what he is capable of, but what he sees fit to allocate. And whether you are deemed worthy enough in the light of his power for him to dedicate enough energy to overthrow this necromantic plague. Now, the filled fever is simple. It should really pose no challenge, but I cannot guarantee with your tithing that the casting of the spell will remove all traces of the ghoul fever. Well, that's fine. How much of a tithing is required? Have you worked with the Temple of Abadar in the past? Have you... Many times. And have you spoken with any of our clerics here or elsewhere abroad of the inner sea regions about uh, an account? Are you a known name? Yes, we, we do have a group account with the church. Are you... I only ask this because you seem to be of, a, of noble breeding, of course. Do you simply store your coin with us, or have you gone to a higher account? Uh, it's commonly offered to nobles, not so much in Marat, but it, if you've come from Casimir, Opara, or any, even outside of the boundaries of Taldor, do you possess 
one of our bags. Yes. Then with that discount, this spell will be surely worth. Give me one moment. Of course. To definitely not Google how much this would cost. <laughs> I think so it's 150 base. base. I'm looking. Level three spell would take a fifth level caster. So it is 150 base. And pop quiz. Do you remember how much of a discount I said? 10%. That's what I thought. So it would be 135 gold. Okay. Yeah, I'll just pay that out of pocket. Got that off your own? Yep. All right. Okay. So I can pay that as many times as I need to. Yeah, with your tithing. <laughs> well, it's, it's less of a question as how much gold do you have and how many third level spell slots does she have, which is several, but not infinity. She is going to cast a second spell. And as she channels this, you can feel this magic course through you almost like a, like a cure, like a healing spell, but, but less direct. As it doesn't necessarily affect the actual symptoms, the fatigue that you're feeling, but attempts to remove the disease directly. And let me see, it's, what is it, 1d20 plus caster level? Yeah, okay. Alright. So, good news! With that casting, I need to actually roll technically for both. I don't think she can fail to remove filth fever. Well, she technically could. You are cured of your filth fever and your ghoul fever. Now, you are still going... 135 gold I've ever spent. That's a pretty solid 135 gold. Yes, it's removed disease can hit multiple ones. That's super, super nice. And I still uh, keep the stat damage. I know that. You do still retain the stat damage. Uh, because that's a much higher level spell to clear all that out immediately. But that will, of course, recover normally over time. If you wish... You can also pay to have that removed. I'll take three days of feeling bad. Yeah, because lesser restorations, but a second level spell? It's six days of feeling bad. Why six? Do you not get one to each per day? I thought you got one. I'm pretty total sure you get one. Day. I think you get one on all of your stats back per day. Is it all? I yeah, I, I thought stat damage. We'll go with that. We'll, we'll look it up later. I don't want to Google rolls right now. I'm pretty sure you get one back in every stat that you have damaged. So he'll get one dex and one con back each time he sleeps for three days until he's back in fighting form. Which, so you if are. Someone uses uh, heal to do like long term care, isn't it, too? Yes, but they're not sleeping unless you're staying at home for an entire day. And guess what's well, tomorrow? Because it's the while harvest. I'm here, I could pay a doctor. You could. You could. If you wanted we're to. We're going to spend the night. Yeah, if you wanted to spend the night in the Temple of Abadar and you wanted to have them just simply provide you mundane care overnight, that's seven silver. That's, that's not very expensive. Yeah, uh, I'll do that. You can certainly do that, and then you recover two decks and two con, as well as twice your health if you're missing any HP tonight. What about the rest of you? You're going to get your normal one silver piece in wherever it is that you probably stay pretty much every time you come to Lothidar? Probably. Makes sense to me, yeah. So is there anything else while you're up here in town that you want to take care of? There is stuff we need to sell. There is stuff you want to sell. So what are we trying? What are we trying to pawn in town here to various 
traveling traders or what merchants Lothidar has. Well, we have that ring. Are you selling the ring of mine shielding? I think I'd kind of like to hang on to that. Well, now, I did point it out last time that if we sell the ring now and use it to either invest in the brewery or just invest in the town, it will come back to us over time. Why don't we invest in Nori not going to jail? <laughs> that sounds like a good investment to me. We but wouldn't need you like guys. six of these rings for you. You know what, Nell? You were starting to come along. <laughs> I don't know. We would need five of these rings to cover everybody. Give me the ring or I'm going to take it from you. <laughs> so it's you, better to sell it. You leave a... Well, <laughs> this is... So how are we doing this? Did you uh, is this leaving Nell in the temple and you're having this conversation before you leave or I thought I was I was feeling like we were to be I, mean, I, I, I figured I, if I'm spending the night in the church I don't need to stay here yet. No, no, I guess you could stay come back I, 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 I would have talked about it while he was still around. Okay, so the group of you I would are... want to talk to as much of the party as possible before doing this. Yeah, the group of you are heading back into town now to try to to try specifically to sell some of these goods you have. And so this is the conversation between the three of you. And unfortunately, Dar and Gain aren't here. The three of you about what you want to get rid of. I know you've got braces of armor that I'm pretty sure everyone is safely okay with vendoring since nobody yes. really needs those because you have a wizard who can cast mage armor. So that, uh, it would not be hard to find a buyer for just the market price. You get 2,000 gold. Anything, uh, is there anything else that's even, like, debatable? Because everything else you can just offload for market price with Lothidar. I mean, I have other stuff that probably nobody remembers I have. So then that's probably not an issue, I would imagine. <laughs> uh, I'm just trying to think of magical items. The only two I can think of are the Bracers of Armor and the Ring of Mind Shielding. There's two more. Are there two more? Well, how do you magic? Yeah, what there else was magical the items do you guys holy have? symbol that we got. That it's was not a magic it. item. That's a that's holy not magic. Well, no, but it's a thing to sell, and it was worth a pretty penny. What else do you have? I'm like, are you talking about scrolls and potions? Nope. Are you talking about a concealing pocket? We do still have that, but that's not what I was talking about. Yeah, yeah why don't we get rid of that? That's useful. What else do you have that I'm not remembering that you want to sell? Fancy noble's clothes. <laughs> you don't want noble's clothes anymore? <laughs> I've got stuff from the keep them. <laughs> fairly beginning of the campaign that even you forgot I have. Apparently, because I can't think of what it is. <laughs> All I can think of was Wasilka's pocket from the naked halfling time. And, yeah, uh, well, I remember that. <laughs> the other two things. That's that's all I got. But the point of discussion right now is the Ring of Mind shielding. <laughs> I'm voting for selling. It's worth too much that we need now. With your appraisal checks, you would know this is 4,000 gold, probably, if you can. It alone would it. more than fix the pump house. Yeah, but it would also fix the problem of Gusan reading my mind. But that is only you. If he it, asks any of us about you, it still leads to the same result. It would block one spell on one person, and it wouldn't make his sense motive any lower. If you lied to him, he could still tell you were lying just from being able to tell that you're lying through non-magical means. The ring does not make you immune to him talking. I like, I'm just imagining the three of you here, Baylor and Ori and Nell, off in some 
quiet corner near the edge of Lothidar, just standing in a circle, holding one of you just holding this ring, and you're all just looking at it and arguing about what you do with it. <laughs> that sounds pretty like real life to me. <laughs> uh, I mean, if it's if it's not a guaranteed get out of the guy's sights, then I understand. Probably selling is a better option for the goal we're it, trying to achieve. It, it it would stop him from casting discern lies. That's the it one would, I'm worried about. Yeah, it would not stop him from just being read. able to tell you're lying just because he can read people. Yeah, stop him from magically reading you. We wouldn't stop him from. Well, the magic is what I'm worried about. He he's probably thinks I'm lying. I mean, he is a. Inquisitor. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. It doesn't You're stop the innate. You're not here. You're not here. <laughs> I mean, the, the ring, one way or another, isn't going to stop somebody from knowing you're lying if they really want to know. It's just going to make it easier. It just saves him a little bit of his time. That's all. Uh, I don't like Whereas 4,000 gold in our pockets is a fixed pump house in a drained swamp. Is it in our pockets, though? Because we're spending it to fix a pump house. Are we getting a cut of any of that? Staring at this ring. I mean, we do get a lot out of that because that opens up a lot of our our land that we can't utilize right now. Our land. It's an investment. Uh, Fine. It gets the people more on our side, which we're going to need... People ain't gonna matter if I'm dead. You are goals. Well, nobody's gonna kill you. You might end up in a jail cell, but you're not gonna be dead. <laughs> it's not funny now. I will put you in the ground. <laughs> Just kidding, right? Of course. Just still holding this ring. <sighs> Bye, let's go sell it. I guess. <laughs> Don't forget to pick up the snake head while you're there. Yeah, I would imagine. Should be done. So, if you want to sell the ring of mind shielding, you uh, would be able to find a a shop in town as well that would purchase that. So you can sell the braces of armor, get two thousand gold. Sell the ring of mind shielding, get another four thousand gold. Whatever other odds and ends you want. I don't think I, I'm positive that's the most expensive thing you have to sell. It so is. everything else is certainly going to be low enough that you can just get your regular market price here to, to vendor these. Uh, well, there are enough traders these days that pass through Lothidar that even though there may not be actual establishments here with that much gold, there's always somebody passing through. Did we ever sell the spoon? Somebody gets it. The spoon! Uh, the sustaining spoon! <laughs> I forgot about I the about spoon! Oh, that's that's what it is. Okay, that's yeah, one they of got them. a. Baylor's got a spoon from ten bazillion years ago. Uh, well, there was the spoon. There was the wand of food. Then if you put, if, got if it. you if you have a bowl and a spoon, it just gets just makes food that you can just eat. Yeah. It's not good food, food, but it's food. It is technically food. It is technically food. It, it is wet cardboard food. that is full it of will, nutrients. It will keep you alive. It's just, it's called the sustaining spoon, not the delicious spoon. That's, that's, a, that's a much more expensive magical item. How much is what? The spoon sells for 2,700 gold. Yeah, it's actually pretty good. Oh, wow. It's a, it's a pretty valuable and little piece there. How much did fixing the pump house cost us? If I oversee it, we can do it for like 3,000. 
how much and does that leave us with? Well, we also have the wand of create food and water. It has enough charges on it to be worth 1,575 gold. It was 3,000 on top of the 1,000 to get it like running at all, and then 3,000 to get it up to full. So 4,000 total. Okay, so 4,000 Because it was exactly the, the magically... price of selling of Ring of Mind Shielding. Yeah, so 4,000 is the magical pump house up and running? Yes. Yeah. And that leaves us with the 2,000 from the bracers. And then... Another 2,700 from the spoon, and another 1,575 from the wand. Okay, well, I mean, with all of that combined, we could easily do everything we need to. What, since I wasn't here for the first bit of this, what kind of food does the wand make? It's cardboard. a create food and water wand. Oh, it's so. a it's a cardboard food? No, it creates... <laughs> oh, the wand. No, the wand, the wand. makes no, normal oh, the, food. No, the wand was, yeah, the wand was something feast. The wand it's, actually makes like a several course it, it's, it's It's create food and water, but it does make a lot. Yeah, create food and water is a lot. It's like mixes several did, course meals. Why couldn't we use that for the, all the food and stuff that Kahina wanted to do for the party for the harvest? Because it's what? just like generic. Because he food. wanted to sell it. <laughs> it it's not you like it's also food or anything. Hundreds of times is more valuable than just the food. <laughs> but we're gonna have to spend a thousand dollars on the feast. It's not just on food. That's on a on everything. But yeah, a wide assortment of things. The the, the smallest portion of that cost is the food. Yeah, food is very cheap. Like copper's cheap. This, this wand was like 12,000 gold when it was full. Okay. I just had a crazy thought. Remember that stick soil that Martella gave us? Yes. Yes. I'm, I'm asking I'm, a, I'm asking Squid this. Um, I definitely I, remember the stick soil Martella gave okay. you. Fun, what was I the was wondering if that, that was like? ever going to come up again. What did she tell you? I'm trying to remember what she told us about that. Because a noise digging through a bag the looking at the journal on the side. Uh, the and sticks, how long it works. <laughs> the sticks oil is yeah, it's on the side. Like a, it's like a five-minute rewind. Ah, so, okay. if you can inject it in somebody, it will knock them unconscious for several minutes, and then when they wake up, they won't remember the last five or so minutes before they went unconscious. I didn't know we had that. I, I have it on my I have it in my bag. <laughs> I don't know if anybody else has one. You got no, what, we three only doses got one. of it, I think. It was like three. Get... Yeah, I think it was three doses of sticks oil. That's on double checking. Uh, yeah, it's 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 in the journal off to the side under magical artifacts. I'll, I'll change the quantity to three of them because I only have one, but I that's right, it could be used three times. Dude, we could have knocked down all three guards and let Portimer run. What's with Portimer? Portimer's guilty. Have done anything. <laughs> Portimer's guilty. Yeah, we got to the Megawar. run now. <laughs> so with that, you make a uh, a fairly large amount of gold because realistically, coming into Lothidar, uh, heading into the temple, getting cured, and then just slinging thousands of gold worth of magical items around, trying to make money, is. Trying to find buyers for this is going to be quite the event for the general, not terribly large market of Lothidar that 
you basically spend the day getting to just run around and dosh your richness out, which the I... Count will appreciate. That's what he likes to see. <laughs> I would like to get a minor bag of holding. I just don't a... think we need that. I think we do. Ooh. Currently, I'm capable of carrying whatever we need. No, you're his plot hole from his genius I... last week. Yeah, he wants his genius hole. I, I, I want to fill up my plot device bag, and I can't carry that without something to carry it with. Yeah, you, you would have... A, a, a minor bag of holding is something... Yeah, I don't think anyone has a handy haversack now. Uh, a minor bag of holding would be something simple and common enough that one of the tra traveling merchants that you were uh, trying to trade these magical items to would have one he could it's the minor one is only a thousand. Oh, wait the what the minor what's one? the benefit of it oh though? there's a minor one. Oh, i see yeah i not, didn't even not... see that i was looking at the bag one no not the type one a... i'm just looking for a minor one what's the benefit more carry weight well it's just it's a a three pound bag that can hold 50 pounds of thing the benefit is he's a wizard and he can't carry 50 pounds well, of I can't, I can't genius plan on him. Either. My light load is like 30 pounds. Oh. Okay. Yeah, he, he needs a pack of holding for his to, genius plan. How much was it to do the brewery? You said like 2,000? I think I said like 5,000. Yeah. Well, just, there was a part of it that was only 2,000. Land, wasn't it? Two? No, because I didn't want to do the full brewery like building. I just wanted the two thousand was if you just wanted a tavern, like not a brewery, not an inn. You just wanted basically what Anora's living room is, a bar. is, but as a separate building. Yeah, a bar. That's yeah. like two thousand. If you wanted to build a proper like bar in public house, that's five thousand. But, like, just a bar without a brewery, without a, an inn, is you could get for, like, 2000 That's basically make a building. It doesn't have to be a terribly large building, either. Man, you can always expand to it. Uh, the bag's probably more... Well, do we have enough for both? We, we have, have enough for a lot after. of stuff. Yeah, this, this gives you a pretty large amount of money after... It turns out going on the magical artifact-selling adventure... Makes you a good amount. So the Stockies wins, Baylor wins, Nell wins. No, no. Nori goes this, to jail. No, this is profit <laughs> for all of us. How is it profit for all of us? You guys because are getting cool stuff. I'm gonna be nothing. the one running it, but oh, profit, that makes it really important. Then the profit is shared between the party. <laughs> and so this try is... real hard not to go to jail. You could uh, do good. You can do it. I believe in you. This is probably the only chance I'm going to get for a little while to get stuff we might need. These are two things that benefit the party in different ways. Well, Nori's going to take a walk. She's going to go by herself, She's walk gonna... around the town, leave these guys do her business. <laughs> She's not feeling like a part of the team these days. So well, with that... So... Can we do the full building, or do we just need to do something minor to start with? Let's just do a Baylor now, and Ori's yeah. literally walking off. Are you asking me? 
I guess both you and... Like, are you asking me, GM, mechanically, can I just build a whole inn and bar? Yeah, that's the 5,000 gold club. Yeah, no, I, I, like, between you and him, do we have enough to do that? Like, is that something we want to do, or do we want to go with the 2,000 one? And that includes room for brewing and stuff, too. Yeah. Because I, I probably should ask for a link to the party sheet, actually. It's I, been given. I know, but I still don't have it. It's in the Pathfinder group. I couldn't find it. I looked for it. Well, here. Can we, like, literally somebody just send him a link? Uh, something happened to you, Squid. You're not... I see your mouth moving, but don't hear you. I'm giving him a link. Okay. <laughs> here. I'll put it in the... in the Discord chat. There. That should be... the group blue sheet. So anybody who doesn't have access to that, there you go. So I think that more or less concludes your adventures in Lothidar. You spend some time selling some things, clean the ring Inori was hoping to hang on to. Eventually, Inori and Baylor are going to end up heading back to the same inn, unless Inori is literally going to go to a different inn for the night, uh, while Nell heads back to the Temple of Abadar. No, she... She might get back a little later than everybody else, but... But she's going to come back. And Nell spends his night in the Temple of Abadar, uh, paying seven silver instead of just the one for an in-room to have one of the clerics tend to him and, and just watch over him during the nights and make sure that this situation does, in fact, improve. Meanwhile, Dara and Kahina, back in Stockies, assuming there's nothing else outstanding you want to make sure happens today, are also going to retire into the India state after sticking Linus in your carriage house with a very large dead snake <coughs> which he will be kind of curious about but not really have any room from which to protest that badly and he's pretty he'd much be up in the loft he'd just have that faint smell Oh, it's an no, unguent. It's not going to smell like no anything. smell. It's been preserved. Yeah, it's, preserved. it's preserved. Yeah, it's you not going to smell like smell anything. You smell the uh, the faint smell of gore. It's just unsettling at best. <laughs> and, and that's just, what Kahina wants. He bundles up with his sack of straw and a blanket or whatever you gave him to go rest in the carriage oh, house. Oh, she would. No, no, no. She would be. She would be polite about it. And she would just play the part of the noble, going, "No, no, you don't get to stay in my house." You're not a noble. And so she would give him bedding, like she would she would give him some covers and some pillows and some bedding stuff. And she would actually serve him food, like being polite. But she's putting on the noble front that you're not noble, you don't stay in the house. You're <laughs> you the don't help. get to come in the house. You're not people. Yeah, you're no, the hell. He wants us to play like nobles, he's gonna get like nobles. I just see him and laying there trying to go to sleep and he's like, Oh, <laughs> No, 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 no. <laughs> Kahina's got, no, Kahina's done with this guy. And she's going straight back to the Domovoy, and she's going to tell him oh. that they are free to hassle this poor dude because they made them, yeah, they put them in a bad situation. So there's a bad noble or a bad soldier out there. Don't, you can't kill him, but you can make sure he never sleeps again. So I mean, that's that's a fair. That's fair. That's, that's fair. fair. 
That's fair. I can't protest this is, against this that. This is a bad soldier from a bad noble Linus can't that is trying to hurt us. Against that, so that's fair. Uh, you don't kill him, but <laughs> you awaken the next morning, that Sunday at the start of the Great Harvest, and I'm gonna retcon something I said a couple of times because I was on the spot, so I just named a plant knowing nothing about harvesting. It's not corn in stockies right now. It's assorted peas and beans because that's a thing that's harvested in the spring. I looked it up. I did GM work. So retconning what they grow to a crop that it would actually realistically be harvested in the spring. We, uh, everyone prepares to bring in the, the harvest. Now, during this harvest event, the whole town pretty much bands together. Uh, almost all of them, setting aside whatever differences they may have, to go through one farmstead at a time and all work as a group to make sure the crop is collected and brought in and uh, bundled and stored effectively and efficiently. This would start very early. Literally before dawn. Uh, Kahina and Dara, if you want to help out with this. Yeah. Dara? I would definitely be out there, or Kahina would be. So you head down. You notice that nearly everyone uh, in town, the notable exceptions to Portimer's family and one more person, uh, Partule's, that you would know by name just because the same reason the Dame Crab knows who he is because you have one half-orc that lives in your town. And that's notable just because he's probably the only half-orc in Marat County. As a matter of fact, his his home and his little plot of land and his little herd of goats are even almost a quarter mile detached outside from the west of Stockies. So you have to you go out, out of Stockies and then past... Uh, Partule's place every time you go to and from the Batney estate. He doesn't come help either. Partially because, well, really, the general opinion of a lot of the town towards him is kind of the same as Dame Crab. These, these people are a little bit racist, and he is a half-orc, and he doesn't feel welcome. But everyone else pulls together and starts working their way through the crops and through the fields. And as you awaken and get yourselves ready to head out and arrive an hour or so before dawn when the town's coming together. Linus would come out of the carriage house a bit later. Realize nobody's even home anymore. <laughs> and make his way down to Stockies to try and find where the tribute he's supposed to be watching just disappeared to. <laughs> and uh, oh. an hour, a couple hours into what is realistically incredibly hard and backbreaking labor because I Dara doesn't have magic and I don't think you have any magic that would help you bring in a no, harvest. No. So this is just work. Like you don't need any skill checks or anything to do this. It is very much unskilled, but it is absolutely work. And Linus would catch up and it's not hard to locate you where the entire town is starting to work through the town's farms. And he would approach not wearing his armor or anything, but uh, just his standard soldier's outfit with the heraldry of the Lothied crest, which I'm pretty sure is a badger, but I don't care enough to look it up right now. It would approach uh, kind of in a half jog, 
Uh, Sarastam. Yes. You are. I'm supposed to be watching you. It's the orders of the count. You. Do you need to tell me when you're heading out for the morning or into town or anywhere else? Well, you're more than welcome to watch me now. Watch. He should help. Everybody out here is helping. Pick something oh. up. Get to work. Uh, no, no, that's that's fine. It, it seems you've more than enough hands here to bring in this crop. Uh, to bring in this crop, I'm simply here to observe your goings on and running of the town. Uh, I must admit, I'm surprised to find you down here. If you're bringing in the the harvest, as yes, that's what that's what it would appear to be. And Your observation skills out. are on point. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> Savagery, I love it. So he, he looks out to the, the 50, 60 people of the town that are all out working to bring in the crop. He just kind of points up, you've... You're helping the, the peasants with this? Is Again. this kind of below your status? Are you telling me how to do what I, uh, uh, are you telling me what to do? No, 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 Sir Rostam, of course not. I'm not in no station to tell you how to run your town. I just... Ah, it's, it seems, it seems to be, that is the impression I am getting. I apologize. I did not mean to offend. I, it's just uh, around Marat from what I've seen. I've never... See now that you the noble folk and personally involved with the things like this. Well, you'll see it here first, so mind your business. <laughs> I, I I did have have one more thing. Uh, I really thanks for a second. I, I don't right know how to what what to ask this. Do you? Have a house cat? A house cat? Um, and I'm we... unsure. I do not. We do not have any house cats. No, we don't have a house cat. Uh, I don't know if you noticed any any feral cats wandering around your your estate, but uh, mm. it seems like you got a few, and there's something off about them. I don't know if it's <laughs> the rabies or. Uh, it's a bit of a concern staying in the carriage house. I don't want to get bit. I mean, I I was unaware, and we took the snake body in there the other day after we killed it. I, you know, maybe it attracted something, but we've got the preservation uh, magic on it. it That's got to be what it is, drawing them. Uh, those cats, they got a, a sense. They. Uh, well, we'll be selling the snake uh, here as soon as uh, Baylor gets back and we can uh, take it to for the skin to be harvested. So it'll be out of there soon. Uh, of course. Just shoo him away. Of course. Uh, as you were. <laughs> as, he, uh... as we were. As we well, were. I... I... Mm. He just stepped back. <laughs> <laughs> He's sleep deprived. The poor boy can't speak. He, 
He doesn't know how to go about this situation. Linus is just gonna stand in the corner and be quiet. I'll just maybe sit on a on a fence or lean against the the home of whatever farmstead you're working here as you guys were to bring in the crop. Uh, morning and Lothidar for the rest of the party. You guys heading back out sooner rather than later? I have to stay a little while in order to fill up my bag. <laughs> How long is that? I would... Remind me. I have to be there for 24 hours. So I'd have to be there so until you'd have the to, afternoon. You'd have to come back at night, basically. You'd yeah. get back to Stockies at night. Uh, the the other well, two, I would say, can leave. What what you're doing realistically in characters, you're going around and you, you're thinking and you are just buying a bunch of what seem to be very random items. Yes. With the gold that you've gotten from selling things that makes no I, I'm sense I'm walking through anybody. the markets and picking up things. We're like, this might be useful at some point. How much mm -hmm. is this? I think I might get this. Here's a silver and throw it in your bag. So you're and... a kleptomaniac. <laughs> I'm purchasing like them. <laughs> you're a hoarder then. You're hoarding yes. all the things. <laughs> you never know when you need toenail clippings, right? Toenail clippers. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I would... We, uh, I would need to go talk to some contractors about getting the brewery and whatnot set up, like the, the full building, after getting approval for doing this from both Anori and Baylor. For, for what? For a public house? Yeah, yeah, the the whole five thousand gold building. All right. So while Baylor is in town spending what would realistically be a whole other eight hours trying to put things together. You can definitely make an appointment to see the Archbanker and to draw up the uh, deeds and permits necessary. Uh, I mean, since you own, uh, you are working for the Tribune of Stockies, it's not, it's not necessarily that you have to pay anything. It's just that you have to organize it all through the Bank of Abadar. And Inori... Since the rescue party is staying here for the better part of an afternoon, are you riding home alone, or are you just like... I might as well hang out and uh, go some... pick up some spell components that I need to do my own and thing. you got an afternoon in Lothidar where you can possibly just relax, get some better, get some good food. It's a big enough town to have proper restaurants and probably give you better meals than you've had in, well, since the last time you had to stay up in Lothidar. And you usually and just some get alone tavern time. fare, I guess. And some alone time. So you won't be riding out until the afternoon, and you won't be arriving in Stockis until that night, uh, after the first few farms have been fully brought in. Uh, do either of you, Dara or Kahina, have knowledge nature? I don't think You're I... You're bard. Do you give up bardic knowledge for being a wit? She gives up bardic knowledge, yeah. Yeah, Feels bad, man. I sure do. I have Normally no. not a problem because we have a wizard, but, but you're out of town. right now you don't have a wizard. What'd you say, Dara? I don't have any knowledge, Nature. No, I don't. So you know along, you, you follow the lead of the common folk for the entire day as you're doing your best to just help. And really, you're not contributing any more than anybody else's. You're just hands that are there. You can tell... As you work alongside them throughout the day, of course, like I said, everyone puts aside their differences to get the crop brought in. This is important for the town as a whole. But 
the good vibes are gone, my friends. The friendly nature and the acceptance that you've been growing with stockies seems to have pretty much rolled wholly back to you are their tribune and they will be polite enough to you but even working out alongside them in the field after the trial with portimer they all kind of seem to be of the mind that deep down you're still just more marat nobles kind of undoing a lot of the goodwill you've been building up but you're doing work to reverse that. You're out here in the farm with them. Picking beans and whatnot. <laughs> Trying to make a show of things as you can. And you very much do. Because at the end of the day, when Baylor, Nell, and Inori return, you are actually fatigued. You are mechanically fatigued. From an entire day from before sunup all the way to sundown of working out in the fields. There's not even a save for that or anything. You just are fatigued. And that evening, the five of you would finally reconvene back in your estate. With oh, with uh, Dara and uh, Kahina, like, basically falling asleep on each other on the couch as you're like... Would the taxidermy have been done? Yes, you'd have the snakehead at this point. Yeah, you'd, have the, you'd have the taxidermy <laughs> snakehead back. All right, so here. where are we going to put it? Next to the manicure. Yeah, you can just put it. You, gotta, you, you know what? You come in the entryway, and on your right, you have the mounted head of Iron Lash. And next to that, Bring you can the put map. the mounted head of the Gold Pebble. Bring up the map. We got it on there. All right, let me, let me get the map. <laughs> this is important. This is important. Yes. Let me get the map. We, we got put it there the, for no reason. We gotta have the feng shui, man. We gotta have the feng shui. Alright, let me find... Pretty sure I actually had a gold pebble token on here somewhere. If not, I'll just grab one real Hold quick. Hold on. We have pillars in the middle of the room here. You do have little support pillars, yes. So why don't we mount it to you the front could, of this You could, but they would be much larger. Like, the heads of these things... These are little wooden support beams. The head of this thing would be larger than... They're like wider than the beam you're mounting it on here. Oh, there mm -hmm. he is. Could, could, could we put the snake over the fireplace? You can put the snake wherever you want. If you want to put That's the snake cool. over the fireplace, you can put the snake over the fireplace. We got to add more trophies to the uh, the two perception victory hall here. Yep. I like we, it. Well, are we all good with that? Above the you fireplace? You, Nori, you spend the most time in this room. <laughs> I don't anymore. I'll have she you doesn't know. Sleep I, on the I, I got one of the rooms she's, now. she's people now. You've spent the most time in this room. You know the feng shui the best. It really, it really warms up the place. The, the, the giant snakehead above the mantle. How do you guys? If she's taking a room now, how do you guys actually divide up how you're sleeping with functionally three bedrooms? I imagine uh, it's Dara and Kahina and one of them for appearances reasons. Well, using girl powers, I get a room to myself. So. <laughs> That's that's accurate. If I, or he does have does have the girl power. So, <laughs> yeah. Get, they... Was it Nell still sleeping on the kitchen table? So she gets this. No. Uh, she gets uh, what this not single if I'm room here. Cook in there, no. She gets that no, single room there room. to herself. That's Anori's Anori's uh, <laughs> chamber. Yeah. So the I guess the one with the two little beds is Baylor and Nell bunking up together. No, At I'm least on the first they floor. picked the one with set up. Oh, wait, where are you? Where are you staying? 
the same room since the first day when we got in here. We need oh, to mark these. literally so stay in this closet down here. So which one's mine? I was sleeping on what? A chair? <laughs> no. Did you drag one of the beds down here? Yeah. All right, fair. Hold on. Let me see if I can actually find something. <laughs> I'm positive I can I find a bed. I sleep on the floor. I don't remember so you, how to I, I slept on a random table the first night. Hold. Yeah, you come in the the front door and you are uh, just on the right in that little corner with the windows overlooking your front lawn. That makes that's fair. That makes sense to me. And the rest of you are upstairs in the actual, you know, bedrooms <laughs> where the beds used to be. But now has dragged one of the beds down here. We need to mark the rooms. Can we I'm do just that? Putting like, a bed in here. Yeah, you have a text tool. Boom, bell, bed. Yeah, you actually have, have a, a you have a text tool on roll twenty where you can write things. So he's brought oh, that one. This and is then, theirs. Yeah, upstairs. <laughs> I'm just literally gonna draw an X through all these beds because I can't take a bed off the map. This bed's not here. Uh, Nell dragged this this particular bed <laughs> downstairs, <laughs> probably by himself. Yeah. But he is Mommy. strength of bajillion, so it's not terribly hard for them to just take a bottom floor room. No particular reason that I'm aware of, just because he wanted to. And yeah, I guess he just didn't want to share a room with the old man wizard. He just doesn't like you that much, Baylor. He doesn't feel that way. He just doesn't want anybody to listen to him snore. He knows it's pretty loud. <laughs> it's just, oh, it's it a consideration thing. Sharing a room with the dad. <laughs> sharing a room with the party dad. Does, in fact feel at least a little a little awkward so you rest for the night the first day of the heart oh, you got what you guys writing things we can <laughs> we can was. i'll put it up after okay. we're done the session okay. you guys can organize things however you want but uh i don't want to spend a whole bunch of stream time writing whose bedroom is whose on the map of the bentney estate which in the grand scheme of things literally doesn't matter at all it could it matters if it somebody could. tries to come in to assassinate us it mattered when when my couch got thrown out in the backyard by little demons <laughs> okay, it is fair. about break time and now from an rp standpoint she don't want to sleep on that thing anymore it is about break time i guess i can just leave that map up while we take our while we take our break here so you awaken the next morning on the second day of the harvest, and good news, the contractors that you had hired, or that Baron O'Kara had sent in, rather, from Pensaris have finished their work and are starting to gather up their equipment and their wagons to head back home. As they are now done leveling the streets, filling in the potholes, uh, and making the buildings more presentable, they haven't gone through so much as uh, fully repairing all of the buildings, but they've patched up anyone who had like major roof holes or like windows with no glass. They've filled them up and even repainted them. So the town visibly as the last few steps of what they did the preceding afternoon and night are the big visual difference. Uh, when the five of you, who I'm assuming are heading back down to Stockies to continue helping with the harvest arrive, you are going to be seeing what almost looks like a totally different town. The buildings are all in the same places, but fixed up and repainted with smooth roads. It doesn't even look like the stockies that you it rode looks like an actual weeks town. ago. It looks like a town that people would live in. 
by choice, not just because they're too poor to move anywhere else. So, mechanics question, because we're going to be clearing out the swamp here shortly. Mechanics answer. Well, uh, in the downtime rules, farmland is something you have to make. So, so what's what's basically going to happen here is as the swamp recedes, it's going to leave incredibly rich and fertile ground behind it. Uh, the swamp is not going to recede overnight or even quickly, but it's going to stop growing and it's going to start fading back as the pump does its job and gets the canal functioning again, uh, pushing the water the direction it's supposed to go. It's going to slowly drain. It's not like it's, it's not funneling out through the pump, but it's not continually being refilled by the pool at the end of the canal, just overflowing the berm and keeping the swamp stable. It's going to take time to drain out, but it's going to leave natural farmland behind it that okay. the town can use. So so once it's done draining, we just have farmland that the town can use. Yes, the town will be able to... You'll have farmland the town used to use, because prior to the pump house breaking down, it already was farmland that they lost. So okay. at the moment, Stockies is looking better than it possibly ever has. And when you restore it back to its original size, it will have room to regrow. But you, first, before any of this, before heading down and getting to see getting to see the fruits of your labor and the Pensaris construction crew, you are going to be awakened by a fairly frantic pounding on your front door several hours before dawn when you're all still very much asleep. Am I the only one sleeping on the first floor right now? Yeah, Probably, yes, it is just you. I will go and answer the door. Probably uh, groggy as hell because I'm still... Like, I, I still have some stat damage. You still have you still have one dex and one con done. Before um, he does this actually, and answers whoever's out there, when they get back, th we would have had a chance to talk, correctly? Yes. So, yeah, very Kahina would have... Very tired talk, but Kahina would have filled them in on what happened in town and what they're doing to Linus. So, no telling them actually, about the Domovoi. You would have all of your stat damage gone because you stayed one night in Lothidar and recovered two because you paid a cleric to uh, provide treatment to you, then got home and slept another night and got that last point of stat damage back. So you'd actually... You're, you're fine okay. now. You would actually be topped off. But uh, still groggy, because you got awakened by someone pounding on the door. And as you yeah. open the door, it is a very concerned-looking Linus <laughs> who is sitting there. Uh, just kind of wringing his hands uh, around a uh, the hilt of a short sword that he just has. Uh, his scabbard at his waist, but otherwise unarmored and still wearing his sleeping clothes. He's just holding the short sword kind of in front of him, just... Uh, sir, I... I'm very sorry to awaken you at this hour, but I believe there's a problem. So, real quick, with, with Nell being the character that he is, I want to roll a wisdom check to see if I even remember this guy in my half-asleep state, because I had a very <laughs> short introduction to him. Roll me a wisdom check, buddy. Well, that's a hard 20, so that's the, the surprisingly the, remember this the thing that stuck there. Yeah, you remember Linus, which is kind of a miracle based on the situation of you meeting him, dying, and trying to get on a horse to go to Lothidar. Like, oh, yeah, you know who this is. Yeah, so I'll I'll perk up a little bit and say, Linus, 
I actually haven't had a chance to talk to you. Yes, uh, very, very good. This, the snake in your carriage house is not dead. I'm going to turn around and look at the wall where we have its head mounted and, and point at it and, and look back at him. He's going to kind of just like lean in and he's going to see a head on the wall. Like, yes, yes, you, you, you have, you have beheaded the creature, but it still lives. It slammed into the wall and fell right aside my bed. It attacked me. I don't know what it can do without a brain or a mouth, but and he just kind of at this point seems to notice he's just waving a short sword around. He takes a deep breath and and just kind of fiddles, uh, fumbles a bit with the sheath. Like he, he's shaking too hard to actually be able to get it into its sheath. And then he jams the sword uh, back into its sheath. It still lives. I would like to stay in your manor. Or at least this beast removed. I'm gonna look confused because, like, obviously the snake is dead. <laughs> um, well, first question. Remember when I asked if you were a decent fighter? Because there's a lot of weird stuff that happens around here. Yes, I wasn't I, joking. I would, I would like to believe I am, but this is a a ten foot headless serpent that threw itself at me. I mean, that that's that's perfectly fine. Um. Come inside. Wait, wait, just a moment. And he and he, he nods and steps in, uh, inside the doorframe, uh, and just kind of stands like right in the entryway, looking around. Clearly, very unsettled. I will go upstairs and retrieve Dara and Kahina through snickering laughter, because I know full well because I was told. And you, as you uh, awaken Dara and Kahina, and they come to. He fills you in on what's happening downstairs. Kane has to bury her face in a pillow because she's howling, laughing. And uh, are you going to come down with him or? Uh, Dart, um, like, well, uh, I guess I'll come take a look. So right. he's not hes not going to, like, get dressed or anything. He's going to go he's down just, pajama mode. He's like pajama bottoms. <laughs> so as, as he gets out of bed and as Nell turns around and you guys both look back towards the door, you see Blunk standing there in the door with a huge gun in his face. <laughs> dum dum. <laughs> Little teeny high fives. <laughs> he put both of his hands up and just smack your head. <laughs> we um threw a snake. We threw a snake. Oh, she's going to get them so many sweets. Where did he get off to? He was just here. Who? Because we're, we're heading back downstairs, right? That's oh, no, in the no. doorway to Dara and Kahina's bedroom. When you turn okay. back around, okay. Blunk's he just came upstairs with me. Yeah, he's up. He followed you upstairs. Okay. Oh, Blunk did. Blunk followed you upstairs. Yeah. No, Linus is still down the entryway. Yeah. Just waiting. This is, yeah, this is a, just Blunk in the doorway. I'm trying desperately not to Kahina. Pants. Kahina is very happy with the Doma Boy right now. Look, can you make the head mounted on the wall hiss at him while he's standing there? We, um, not 
that magic. Can um, even, even just throw things. Can um, move things. Can't um, sounds. Ah. Okay. I love it though. So maybe tonight you don't uh don't torment him and then it'll make it worse because he'll think he's going crazy. He just does a big nod and <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> and disappears. Kahina's loving this shit. So I'm gonna start heading back downstairs Sorry. after that. So downstairs and Linus is still like when you come down there, he is staring unblinking at the head mounted over the unlit fireplace. And shifts very briefly as uh, his gaze to you as you come down the stairs and then back to the mounted head. So, what seems to be the problem? Yes. Sir Rostam. They, uh... The snake in the carriage house that that the rest of that snake i believe is either alive or possessed by some malevolent spirit it, it threw itself at me ah well i guess we had better go take a look uh make me perception checks real quick you three Oh, I still have fatigued. Am I still fatigued? You, you slept. You're not fatigued anymore. Okay. That uh, wouldn't affect your perception checks anyway, would it? I'm pretty sure fatigue is just strength and deck skills. Say okay, 23 and Kahina. Didn't wake up any of the magic folk. No. Kahina's magic folk. I'm magic folk. I'm just trying to get you're to not, my perception. You're not perception check rolling folk yet, but you're magic folk. You got a there 15 go. from Nell, 23 from Dara, and a 12 from Kahina. So only yeah. Dara would notice as a Linus nods and kind of steps back towards the doorway, you would see the leg of one of his pants just kind of brush back quickly, like something tiny and invisible ran out the door past him. <laughs> He'd be the only one who noticed this. Now does he, he kind of backs up out the doorway and just gestures towards the carriage house. Dark would, Dara would be very straight-faced and um, just walk to the carriage house. So he walks to the, you walk out of the carriage house, the three of you, and Linus following. And as you head around and open the just the simple wooden door, it doesn't even like lock or anything, but just to keep out things and the elements, the simple wooden door leading into the, the main area where the snake is and uh, where it leads up to the loft where his bed was. The body of the snake is laying exactly where it was when you were in here the day before. And he just... This was up there. It... I swear it. I swear it. Well, I mean, that is where we left it. This. 
Um, looks like he's rethinking his entire life is, right now. Is like, the wine is the wine that we serve you for dinner too much? Sir no. Linus, should we No, no. Madam, it I think when I, I know what, what happened. But he turns to you. Yes. Uh, you, you know how when you cut a snake's head off, it, it still moves around a little bit? I, I've heard, yes, that I've well, we seen myself. Some, some thyme juice on this to keep it from, from rotting. So I think what happened is that those convulsions just kind of got delayed a few days. But I think it I, was I in the, the loft. Yeah, I, I think that it's just that the, the potion that we used on this, I, I'm not super familiar with an unguent of timelessness. I, I think it just delayed the convulsions. That seems he looks reasonable. At you, looks at the snake. Looks back at you, looks at the snake. Looks at you, looks at the snake. <laughs> I mean, we can, uh, if, if it bothers, uh, if it bothers him, we can, I'm sure we can talk to Baylor about, um, what we need to do after the harvest to um, be able to go ahead and sell it for its skin. I mean, but honestly, I we would do it sooner, but we really have to help finish with the harvest. We aren't going to have a tanner or anything to help us with it in town until the harvest is finished. Right. I... It's just like still glaring at this body. I... Apologize for waking you. Uh, it was a, a very, very good scare, I'd imagine. It, it's understandable. I'll I'll put it back where it belongs, and I'll tie it. So it, it is where it belongs. Again. It's exactly back where no, you left it. It went back it where it went belongs. back. They put it, it oh, exactly back, back up. where okay. left it. Yeah. They were trying to make him look like he's insane. Yeah. No, it's just convulsions made it like wiggle around. Insane. It's back where it belongs. It's fine. Right. I uh. Okay. Um. Sir Rostam, will you be attending the harvest again today? Yes, that is the plan. Okay. I'm... Alright. I uh, apologize. I will join you in town later. Alright. Have a restful evening. A rest of your morning, I guess. He just kind of staggers over towards the thing and pokes it with his boot. Well, it's a bare foot, actually. It just pokes it, and nothing happens. He just nods, and he turns and goes up the ladder back towards the left. Oh, the ungoing of timelessness. So. That was that was a good excuse. That was a really good, that was a really good <laughs> bailout there, no? <laughs> this poor man is going to actually be insane before he gets to go home from this. He So the rest, you, you guys uh, amused, I would assume. Head back to your beds and rest for another hour or two before you awaken to prepare for the coming day. So is every go everybody going to be heading down to help harvest? Yep. Uh, I would pull Baylor aside and how exactly does that uh, haste work? Would that uh, help with this? I just it only lasts half a minute. Oh. In the grand scheme of things, it would not make a great difference in the work of a full day. Would be... Isn't there... There's a limit on the number of targets you can cast haste on, right? It's up to your caster level or something. 
I think so, yes. Oh, man, because if it was everyone 30 feet, it'd be really funny to just cast haste on 60 peasants for a minute and just watch them, like... We have a button for this. One creature per level, yes. Okay, that's what I feel. I was like, if there's not a limit, it'd be really funny. Even if it's not really helpful in the grand scheme of things, to cast haste on a whole bunch of peasants for a minute and watch them just... 30 seconds of near... <laughs> 30 seconds of turbo peasants. Anyway, uh, you... You awaken. <laughs> you you guys awaken. Uh, spend time to prepare your spells or whatever, and get ready to head out and assist with the harvest again before dawn has even broken. Mm -hmm. And again, you are going to have an incredibly difficult day of labor that I don't believe even with your Magus and Wizard, anyone's got a spell that could make an entire day of bringing in a crop across various farm plots easier. But does Mage a... Mage hand. <laughs> I don't think that works. Uh, Baylor does like acknowledge nature though, doesn't he? What was that, Squid? What is it, Mage Hand with like five pounds of stuff? I'm picking beans with Mage Hand. <laughs> Okay. And you just sit back in the corner and just move with your little magical hand, invisible hand around, just knocking beans off. I mean, that might be a little... You don't have to bend down, I guess. It's it's categorically easier, but with an entire day of being out in the field working and trying to move... It is not going to make like, a difference now. Of beans and peas. No, I don't think it's going to make a grand difference in the scheme of things. It's going to be a little easier for you to mage hand and beans off of crops and not have to bend down. And why don't you make me a knowledge nature check, guy who has knowledge nature? Can I spend the day saying bad jokes and puns while we're doing this? Oh, I mean, you might not survive, you... but... Because <laughs> while he's rolling knowledge nature, I'm going to roll perform 19 comedy. on the die, a 29. Well, you did it. You got an 18 on the die and a 27. So, you did it. That's some it. good you jokes. Can, Trying you to lighten the mood. funny. You can successfully be funny for once. You did the thing, and I'm proud of you. But uh, as you go through, and even in the first hour of this harvest before dawn breaks, Baylor, you can see, like, you understand realistically, you know more about these crops and farming than the peasants do. Just from general study and things. It, that they're more experienced working with them, but I know. But everything they know is just from having done it. And yes. more than that, just being the way that they've always done it. But... You're pretty sure that it's still going to be uh, days of backbreaking work and it's gonna, it's not going to take a huge chunk off the amount of time it takes to bring a bunch of beans and peas in, but it's going to make it at least a bit easier if you let them, or if, if, if you step in to kind of optimize this a little bit, streamline the situation. Yeah, I mean, you're still going to be helping, but this can definitely be done with less total effort than the most straightforward way. And you can you can streamline this and make everything go a bit easier. And uh, after an hour or so, as dawn finally breaks and you're still out in the fields, Linus comes down to do much what he did the day before, which is just kind of pitter around, dip in and out of uh, Honora's Tavern, where nobody else is, because everyone that is in Stockies is out here helping on the farm, but to Honora's chagrin, making her go back and get him ale sometimes. <laughs> Otherwise, just kind of pittering around aimlessly, 
being Seemingly, an awkward nuisance. Yeah, being an awkward, very bored nuisance. So you have another day without really opportunity to do anything beyond work the fields and just go through a whole lot of effort and labor. But around the afternoon, as you're wrapping up the uh, first of the farm plots and getting ready to move on to try to bring in a second one that day, a man on a horse comes into view, riding in from the east. Uh, not quickly. The horse is just pretty much walking, and he has another pair of men following along behind him. So, Dara, I'll walk up. I'd go as well. Agreed. Yeah, so Dara and Nell break off to see who is uh, who here is arriving in stockies, and as they get a little bit closer, you recognize your old friend, Bubo! Yeah! <laughs> Who has, beyond hypothetically, made it back to town? He is, in Bye. fact, here. And okay. now, so. riding astride his new noble steed, uh, with the saddlebags packed to full with just general goods and the other two people behind him carrying what seems to be slightly more than their share of a huge load of the everything it is that Bubo and company own. So as he rides up and he sees Dara and Nell approaching, he snaps off a kind of sarcastic uh, salute there. Says, ah, we found it. It wasn't 100% positive we could make our way down here to Stockies, but I told you I was familiar, and I told you we were going the right way. There's only about, what, three main roads going through Eastern Marat. How are y'all doing? Pretty good. And I'm going to come up to the side of them, because I'm assuming that the... Uh... Oh, the hey, Mr. person Scott, here is stationed for us. Do you mind me yeah, that? That. <laughs> the shaking in the microphone. Yeah. So the, the dude here who's here to monitor us, I'm assuming he would be starting. He would be to head interested because Dari came over here and he's going to head over as well. Yeah, so before he gets there, I'm going to. He's, he's not coming to join you, but he is watching. Okay. Uh, I will head over to them and tell Bubo. To remind me what his fake name was, because there is a gentleman here who hey, might uh, recognize him. Fake name. Oh, remind me what I told you. Now oh, we can make him a new one. Um, hmm. Let me one on the spot here. Let's just oh, go boo. with Robin. Bo I boo. don't like. No, mm -mm, no, not a fan of Robin. It doesn't sit well with me. It's not not quite got the masculine force behind it. No, I knew a man once. Uh. Back out in a nearby county, out to the west, went by the name of Sexinus. I like the ring of that one. Let's go with Sexinus. Works for me. Just puts on a big grin. Sounds like a great name. And, uh, and his, I'm one going of his, uh, to... his comrades looks up at him. Really? Sexinus? You knew a man named Sexinus? He's like, if you have a problem with Sexinus, you can take it up with Sexinus. I mean, me, of course. So no, I'm going to uh, hand him. His five platinum, as promised. And he'll, uh, he'll take it and hand one coin each down to his two friends, put the other three in his pocket. <laughs> now, I will deal with the two of you. Uh, Dara, if you would like to go appease our watching friend and make sure everything goes smoothly, I will find our new guardsman a place to stay and whatnot. He looks Perfect. over. Watching friend. 
Oh, I recognize that one. Linus, right? Yes. That's one not of the, a good uh, thing that you recognize him. The Countsman. Yep. Yep. I've had a... Okay, I'm not personally terribly familiar, but I heard a story from another friend of mine who'd had a, a run-in with him once upon a time. He's a bit of a... Loose sword, isn't he? Uh, he's easily scared. That's all I really know about him. Yep. That's Linus. Well, I'll, I'll head back over and... Do... Uh, where are the... Rest of your group? I've got stories to tell. I'm curious about the... The gestures down the noble steed I purchased. Legitimately. First time... Yeah, first time I've done that. Well, for now, we should find a place to hitch your horse and we can deal with the stories later. Uh, it's currently harvest time. Obviously, I don't expect participation from you immediately getting here. No, oh, no, but... of course. I'll take my duties as the, the town godship here very seriously. We've been practicing, haven't we, boys? And he turns back and it's kind of... Yes. Boss. He's like, so... I'm familiar with this one. This is when the taxing happens, right? Not yet. Hi, of course, at the the ending of the harvest. And we'll be here to handle all of your taxing needs. We're looking forward to this bit. Perfect timing. And I, I don't know how far with the taxing we're going to be going this time. This is the first decent harvest that we've had while we're here. We're still trying to get stockies up and running. But that doesn't matter, though. We're the, we're the guards, right? We just go in and kind of Take whatever coin's laying about and call it taxes? Not quite. You're close, but not quite. Because... What, what was your idea? Well, my idea for taxing them is once everything's tallied up, we cut a portion. But we have to get everything together before we can tax it, so... Dude, seems like a lot of thought goes into this. I thought this is really more of a we, simple kind of... Your job is situation. Simple. All, all your job is, is making sure that when people come into town, when people are causing trouble, stuff like that, that that's when you step in and, or of course, if we need your assistance and you, you will be paid monthly. Ah, as ah, is of fair. course. You want me to take the, the taxes from the travelers and keep the coin in the hands of your own people. I see. Also getting closer. But that's what we're building economy for. We're, we're building buildings where people come through, spend their money, and we keep it without having to, to tax them directly. This sounds far more complicated than I imagined this situation was going to be, but selling into a new you, career path, I suppose, there's a learning curve to be had. For you, Sextinus, it will be much simpler than, than we're thinking. You I'm, just... I'm starting to feel as if you and I have had very different interactions with guards in the past. Yes, I, I am sure we have. But your job as a guard will be very easy. Fair enough. As long as the coin's good, we have a place to stay. I think we're all looking forward to this. But still, do we not, do we really, do we not have an... I mean, there's like 50, 60 people in that field picking beans. Surely they're defined for a moment. I'll regale you with the tale of this retired military veteran I now ride astride. 
it the will pitch be sounded more noble story. than the steed itself. She's she's quite old, but she gets the job done. Well, it'll be better to tell the story to everyone. I promise you, you're going to be better at explaining it than I would telling it again. And uh, behind him, boy, the guy says he's practiced the story at least fifty times on the road here. Exactly. He just kind of turns around. Got it down pat. You don't, you don't tell him that, or it doesn't sound as impressive. <laughs> Come on, let's get you all settled. We'll head over to the current townhouse, see about getting y'all a place to sleep for the night until we can get something more permanent settled. Sleep for the night and to drink for the now, yes? Well, of course. Matter Fantastic. of fact, if you're willing to wait on me a little bit, I actually have a gallon of ale I can give the three of you. And then all their eyes kind of brighten up. Not, but it's not like a gallon of ale is... More than wanted after a long ride, of course. We'll, uh, we'll follow. So, I would walk with, well, I suppose I would go and get my horse, and then we would go back to the estate, I'd get my ale, then we'd head back. And I would and, set uh, them as, up. As, uh, Dara, I'm assuming not taking them to the estate, as Dara and them would move out to a... Like whatever they could find would function as a hitching post. Yeah, near I would set them up in the townhouse, and I, yeah, I would set them up at the townhouse, like hitch the horse and everything. Tell them I'm going to go get the ale. I'll be back in just a short little while. Just relax. Don't talk. And, and to... as as Dara was making his way back to the field, Linus would kind of meet him on the way back. Uh, you familiar with this one? Ah, uh, yes, he actually slayed a Medusa. He's very brave, and I was impressed. Is he from Starkis? He looks not the farming sort. No, uh, I did not get uh, to know him personally. Nell knows more about him than I, but... Ah, his... this, is another, this is another one of your Aparin group. Uh, no, he is not from Opara. We just, I, we were impressed. We met him on the road, coming here, actually, and we were impressed by his metal. Hmm. Fair enough. So, uh, mercenary then? Bounty hunter of sorts? No, no matter. No, no political connection. No visiting nobility or any sort. Yes, not to worry. You want to. Not beyond my duties then. And he goes back to standing around and just being bored in general. After you bring your gallon of ale down to uh, probably Anora's pub, where Bubo and his friends would have made their stay, they'll be more than happy to take this entire gallon of ale off of your hands while you head back out to continue working on the great harvest here. And throughout the rest of the day, nothing of particular importance happens. You, no one else arrives, no, nothing surprising, just another day of working in the fields, doing as much as you can. And, uh, Baylor, with your bit of assistance, the work is less grueling than it was the previous day, but, I mean, it's still, it's still just bringing in and moving huge bales of beans and peas and a lot of throwing weight around, and all five of you are going to be fatigued as the sun finally falls, and this day ends... At some point, I will have spread between everyone that his name is now Sextimus. Wait, wait, wait. What did you say? 
Sexiness. That's what it was a play on words, isn't it? Sexiness. Yeah. Sexiness. He wants his name to be that. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I'm not calling him that. No. Well, just call him the guard. I mean, you don't have to call him by his name. I don't even have to talk to him, honestly. That's fine. Kind of name is that? Hilarious, actually. And as, uh, as night falls, and Bubo has also just kind of been floating around, sort of like Linus, Bubo and his friends are just kind of poking around the town. And uh, as night falls, D kind of waves a hand and smiles to uh, to greet you as you guys are finishing up and heading back up to your estate. So I've uh, taken a look around the town, preparing for my duties and whatnot. I found this, actually. It's the uh, And he holds up a, an open palm with a fairly simple... And, like bronze and amber necklace on a string. It's like I found this in one of the houses. In one of the houses? Of course. Taxes, oh. right? So, Bubo. Oh boy. You... Sextimus. Sex. You can't Don't go through people's that. houses. The, but the, the whole point of this is you were supposed to sit around and drink the ale and wait. You gave him ale too. Like why? Why we? Why am I out in the field? We got plenty of ale, but it's not to last the whole afternoon. You must just just wait around. I thought you wanted us to be guards. No, is this not what I, guards today, do? No, go. Where where did you get it from? It was on a on a dresser just out in the open. One of the, one of okay, the, give give it to me and show me the house. Oh man! He hands it to you. And he just puts it in your hand. He's like you and I have had very terribly different experiences with guards. Yes. The the whole point of, of this town and you is we're trying to make this town as legitimately to the law as we can to make everyone both the... the but we didn't kill anyone for it. No, but it's still not part of the rules. Well, it's hardly illegal if you don't kill anyone. It's illegal no. if you take it from someone. It doesn't belong to you. The whole point of the legitimate deal you made for the horse... It's sure, legitimate. that was incredibly legitimate as well. Taking well, this no, from I, someone... I, I, okay, no, I, he, he, she, she set me up for it. Been waiting for this all day and several days on the road. Oh, this... Hey, he steps aside and gestures out towards his clearly very old steed, um, who is just probably clinging to life. Like, this is a retired military veteran, this one, from a thousand cavalry company. I've uh, got her at auction, on the cheap... They even had a proper rank. They called her Captain Captain R's home. Okay, so so real quick, I'm going to handle animal to give the horse a couple of basic commands that any trained horse would know. Uh, it would it would uh like it would know. What what commands do all horses just know? <laughs> well, it's well, not no, if verbal it's a commands. Yeah, not, with a military horse. Yeah, if it was a military yeah. horse, you're not going to get verbal Still, commands. But I uh, could just listen to you. It would understand a lot of basic interactions and what's expected of it. And it does, with a 11 handle animal, as far as you can tell, I mean, it seems to understand what it's supposed basic to be commands. doing. How to horse. Yeah. But How you don't horse. know any basic military commands, but, like, it responds to things in a way that is not just instinct. It knows yeah. it's supposed to be doing something. It just has no idea what you're trying to tell it to do. Well, I mean, any, any trained horse is going to understand, like, commands. It, I don't have to know military commands to tell it to like trot Giddy or up. turn. Bren. Yeah? Horse accuracy, go. <laughs> well, what are you trying to get it to do? 
just basic things. He's trying to tell it things and it does things. I don't think most horses are going to respond to verbal commands. Like, I'm sure you could train a horse to respond to verbal commands, but I don't think that's... I'm I'm literally using Handle Animal to get it to do extremely basic things that any well-trained horse would be able to do. Like, turn, follow, trot. For, like... Following you on the lead line and yeah. trotting when you ask it to trot, yeah, that'd be okay. Fair. Fine. It can do basic. It can do basic things. It does seem to be a trained. Like, just see? making sure it's an actual trained horse and he didn't just waste his time and money. Cream of her stock. She's beautiful. It must have earned a some sort of a reputation to earn a proper rank. Well, I suppose it could just be part of the pet name, I guess. Don't know where ours home is from though. Probably down south, I think. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I haven't gotten much out of Marat myself, really. So, just to outline your duties, your mm-hmm. job is when there's trouble, you're mm-hmm. on call to deal with it. Right. Otherwise... And then we kill them. Yes. No. no. No, no, Well... If, if there's something threatening people's lives, do what you have to do to save people. The people of the town take priority over anything else. Very different interactions with guys. So, okay, let me get this straight. If we're not taxing, leave that to us. We're not. We'll, we'll deal with it. How many laws are there? The only ones that you need to worry about is don't steal, don't kill, and don't get obnoxiously drunk in public. Drunk in public that. is fine. Blackout drunk in public, not fine. <laughs> drunk on the job is not fine, though. Drunk on the job is also Sexiness not fine. does not get blackout drunk. Oh, stop drunk. calling yourself there, that. That's there exists thing. not an amount of ale on this world that could bring such shame. You're going to be the test dummy when the brewery is set up. Oh, this sounds like a fantastic upgrade from God. I'll take that. <laughs> So, where are we staying? Because apparently my understanding of what a guard does and your understanding of what a guard does are very different understandings of what a guard does. So, next you're going to tell me I can't just order people out of their homes and take their bets. That's correct. What even is the point of being a guard? The point of being a guard is I pay you gold every month to be a guard. That is a very good point. Fair. I can see. (laughs) (laughs) We're... We're in the process of building uh, some new buildings, which one of them will ho- will uh, hold uh, a place for you to stay and um, and a, a cell for any ne'er-do-wells who you capture in your guard duties. Nah, how do we get to jail him? Yeah, I'm familiar with yes. jail. Yeah, there jail. you go. Now, see, like, uh-huh. if somebody came past one of these houses mm-hmm. and tried to sneak in and do allegedly what you did. Mm-hmm. But he wasn't you a guard. Was, you See, you stopped that guy from doing that. That's your Right. Job. And we put right. him in jail. I will even add then, yeah, an extra mm-hmm. incentive to following the laws to the letter. Well, mm-hmm. I think the incentive is he gets to be your beer test dummy at the end of the month. This does sound like a fairly good incentive to me, but I'd like to hear what the man has to say. Successfully following the laws and stopping crimes will award you an extra three silver pieces per person or crime stopped. Hmm. On top of the payment that we will arrange. 
legitimate crimes, though. You can't go making up crimes because then you're no better. Then what even's the point? Then what crime can this little village possibly have? Well, we're right next to the beggar woods. Fair. Fair. <laughs> I'm also very familiar with the beggar woods. Do they, they do come up here fairly often, don't they? Yes. Hmm. So if anyone is around here trying to cause trouble from the beggar woods, any, anyone from out of town causing we'll trouble, kill them. Jail <laughs> them first. But I thought he said we didn't oh. have a jail. No, if they're trying to cause harm to people of the town, you are allowed to defend the people of the town. Mm. So and take these people wandering monsters too. and we'll put them in the hypothetical jail until we get an actual jail. Well, now, you could knock them out and we can lock them up in somebody's cellar or something. Yeah, for no, now, so now we're allowed to use people's houses. Okay. Right. For the purposes what? of detaining a criminal, we have no other choice at the moment. For now, as far as your housing is concerned, I have a very large tent that will easily accommodate all three of you. Your horse... No need. We're used to life on the road. We brought the majority of our campsite along with us and Captain R's home saddlebags. We can set up along the road for now. That way we can keep out a better watch. Of course, that's a, that's a guard thing, right? We watch. A watch, watch. yes. Yeah. Does that require us to stay awake? Uh, One of you at a time. So I'm going to just take shifts. <laughs> Because to my experience, God's watches just mean they have to be in a place, but they're usually either drunk, sleeping, or both. Well, keep in mind... That you're not going to be like most guards. You're going to be better because you're boobo. You're getting paid much better than an average guard. So I expect at least par performance. Not terribly familiar with the... uh... A guard's pay, of course, outside of the hypothetical payrolls that I may have witnessed being pilfered in, uh, in my run. Three gold apiece every month. It is a lot more than they do seem to make. It seems to me like this is a lot of effort going into... How are the, the bandits supposed to make their living? Well, they're Hypothetically. Not, your job is... To not to let here. them make their living here. You let the bandits make their livings in other places. More people come here because you have a good reputation. You make more money because there's more people you're protecting. Hmm. Thinking that the long-term investments here. They got the, the head on. I see. The larger see. the town is, the more we can afford to pay you every month. I do like the sound of pay. And the larger the group that you have control over will be. Well, you also like the sound people. of control. All right, so... Fair. We'll, we'll, we'll hammer out the details, but for now, me and my lads will get the camp set up outside. And, well, prepare ourselves for whatever it is you expect the guards to do. Just just remember that uh, our definition of being a guard is to guard the people of Stockies. See, I always thought it was more of a... Like an honorary title. Like, it really was... Uh, to put the minds of the common people at ease, but I've never really heard of a guard that looked out for the people. Well, well this that's is what, what we're we here to do. Expecting. You're gonna start a trend. <laughs> It'll be all the rage. sort, aren't you? Hmm. Fair. Also, well, take the time to introduce yourself 
to the lady who runs the place where I left you to drink earlier because I want her to know that if someone needs help with any crime or monsters or anything, to call on you and us. Oh, this he has a good. He's like, ah, of course. Introduce myself to the local ladies. This is the guarding I know. Oh, God. She will knock you out if you try anything. This is exactly the kind of guarding I know. <laughs> you don't just know. Go, just go Nora say may hi. go for that. Yeah. yeah, just go say hi. Tell her where you're going to be camping. Tell her that you're the new town guards. And she's the, the tavern wench, right? <laughs> no. No, she is she not? the Tribune, or she was the Tribune of Saki's before we came along. But it, is that not her name on the tavern sign? Yes. Yes. But she does a lot more than just run that place. <clears throat> She's a very, very important part of the community here. Hmm. It'd be wise to keep her in good graces. Fair. Plus, she well, might not serve you if you're rude to her. He turns around. You two, set up the camp. Uh, I'll introduce us to the lady and Tribune Tavern Wench Guard, whatever she is, and suppose we'll see you on the morrow. And tomorrow, there will be helping with the crops, so be prepared. Die! We're ready to oversee. Helping hands-on. All hands on deck. You're part of the community now. You gotta act (laughs) like it. It's only a few days, and we get to have a big party at the end of it. I'm starting to feel like this, this old guardship thing is a lot more effort than I was anticipating, but again, <clears throat> gold. So, can't really say I disagree. Fair. I suppose we can help with the harvest. Anyway. Yourselves a good night, then. Can we just... We have a stable. I haven't seen anything in town here for Captain R's home, but... Far for me to leave a retired military veteran out to the elements. Uh, you can st- you can stable her with our horses. Aha! Where would that be? Eh? Which house is yours? The big one. I remember your estate is like three miles from Stockies. Yeah, it's about three miles away. But uh, if if that's too far, we could bring her back in the morning when we come back. If you don't think you'll need her tonight. Nah, she's a hardy stock. She'll be fine here. That sounds like a quite the walk. Anyway, I'm off to introduce myself to the locals. Uh, oh, that their necklace came from that house over there on that corner. I was on a, on a just a dresser playing there, but completely unguarded. Ah, I see ah, what I need guards. What you here for? Ah, aha! I understand. Yeah, I'm supposed to prevent people from doing that. Yes. Exactly. Mm. Okay. All right. Got it. So I'm gonna head over there real quick with a few silvers in my hand. And if they're not there, I'm just going to return it. Um, at this point, everyone would be retiring. And as you knock on the door, the couple that live there would, in fact, be present. And yeah. uh, would be very happy to have this necklace returned to them. <laughs> so I'll give but it back to them. A little yeah. suspicious about the fact that you have it. And I'm going to give them a few silvers and apologize on behalf of the individual who took it and is sorry. And uh, this type of thing will not happen again. Pettit's uh, required for your silvers all the apology they need to have you with this. So, I'm gonna go to Nell after he's done with that. Just put a hand on his back and say, I want you to know 
this is what it's like dealing with you sometimes. <laughs> oh, no, I'm <laughs> I am fully aware, but at least I don't take random things off people's dressers. No, you try to dig them up from underneath you the paint. You smashed the whole museum once. I, I didn't smash up the whole museum. I threw stuff all across the, the I room think there's some kind of mechanized You tried to steal from the Domovoy. <laughs> I didn't know You're as bad as he is. <laughs> to Maybe be that's fair, why you like him so much. To be fair, I, I, and I'll, I'll point down at my hip, the Domovoy liked me. They gave me the sword. I, I was literally sitting back letting you deal with this because I'm like, this is a lesson. This is a this this man needs to learn. <laughs> we intervene, this he's is, not going to learn anything. This is what we call a teachy, a teachable moment at my job when something goes horribly wrong. This is a teachable moment. You know, Nell, if he makes any kind of strange passes at Pyscom, he's probably not going to be conscious in the morning. Oh, no, I'm honestly relying on that. And he'll learn. Maybe. Hypothetically, he'll hypothetically yeah. learn. I did warn him. <laughs> hypothetically learn. He's hypothetically going to get a teaching moment. <laughs> oh. So, <laughs> the group of you, I assume, head back to your to your estate and retire for the night to ready yourselves for the last day of harvest to bring in what you can this final afternoon. And you're going to be returning to the first day, actually, in quite some time that there's not going to be any active construction going on in the town. Because with the construction crew from Pensaris would have wrapped up and uh, early in the morning gotten their wagons and everything headed back out to, well, where they came from. And you have the mill fixed, you have the farms very much expanded, and the assorted town civics brought up, well, to functional. That's still not fantastic, of course, but it's better. We need to go speak with them again soon about <laughs> continuing things. Oh, would you like more money? Because <laughs> we have more things to be doing. Hey, and you had know. 24 hours with your families. <laughs> it's Why time to come back, stockies. <laughs> so, well, we're we're really tired. Some... We have 5,000 gold. Like, all right, well, see you later, honey. <laughs> work calls. While we were up in... Uh... Lothadar, I, I did talk to people about getting the building set up. Yeah, I you do have money. you do have the stuff arranged to be able to get the public house in place. The five thousand gold is for the actual construction and crews and bringing in all the goods from out of town that you're going to need to, not for the actual like permits or deeds because you're the Trivians of Stockies. You can do whatever you want. You just have to get the. the well, that's legal. what I said I was doing. Okay. Uh, that I yeah, was going to talk to contractors about yeah. spending the money to get it done. Did you? Because I thought you were just getting the like the deeds and everything set up. No, because they're like I can't do the deeds and everything. That's all Dara. That is true. You would actually technically use Dara for that. <clears throat> so you wanted to on the sheet I said that I'm spending five k for the the thing. I didn't take oh, it because... off yet in case anyone else had an interjection. An yeah, you would actually have your you know your actual tribute to pass that by. Yeah, th that's why it's on the sheet, but I haven't done it yet. What do you think, Tribune? Well, I may be I, I may be a tribune in name, but we are all a team here, so That sounds like a go ahead to me. So I will ride out to If you if that was what you said you were doing, you could definitely the contractors will show up in a, in another day to start building that. That's fine. I just misunderstood okay. what you were getting done. So let me write that one down that that's going. And uh 
In fact, they would be arriving this next morning with their equipment and all their crews. That is going to be a much more extensive project because you are building a tavern, an inn, and an actual brewery uh, attached behind it. So this is more than just shipments of wood and stone and nails. They're bringing in too. yeah, all sorts of goods and it, it's mostly shipping in all of the equipment they're going to need to get a brewery up and running to the middle of nowhere stockies that's a whole large part of that 5k so it's going to be coming in over the next several days as they start to set this up and start to lay down and clear the foundation the framework for this public house uh around the center of town probably by where anora's already currently is so you awaken the morning once again before the dawn to ready your spells Ready yourselves and head back in for another backbreaking day of farm labor. Whatever you fifth level protagonist party wants to do with their free time. Uh, but having slept off the fatigue, you're not mechanically fatigued, but you're probably fairly tired and sore from having done this for multiple days in a row. Now the two of you that have been here for two days and the one of you that is 97 years old. But, I'm uh, not 97. How old? Even if I were, I don't think it changed my age category. I'm a no, half elf. No, it wouldn't because you're a half elf. <laughs> <laughs> you head back down to town to continue just keep on keeping on and you arrive at the farm to meet up with everybody and you have the notable absence of Bubo himself uh, as you approach the town you can see at the campsite there are still his two bodies uh, around where they camped out with everyone else getting up and moving around. That's enough to get them up and just kind of be waiting and not really sure what they're doing. But other than... And on this third day, Portimer's family, his widow, really just one person, would finally show and come to help. Do what she can for the town. Especially since... Their farm is one of the ones that is going to be collected today, but she's pulled herself together and she's going to come help out how she can. So time for another day of labor, my friends. I'm going to Nora around. Bubo first. Nora is around, yes. Okay. I, I, I was wondering if Anora and Bubo were missing. <laughs> no, Anora, Anora is definitely, like, she does not consider herself above these people any more than you guys do, and she does come help out with the harvest. But, didn't know uh, if Bubo was what did you, what unconscious you on the floor now? in her living room. Oh, <laughs> no, she's here. So you you would look at her and you look at her around and you see the two guys kind of just standing around awkwardly by their camp. Like, they're up and they're just sitting around, but they're not sure what they're supposed to be doing. Yeah, so but, I'll go retrieve them. And uh, as you head over, the one who had been around the side of the house during the house burning thing, I don't think he ever got the names from anybody but Not from Bubo. them. Uh, Pete nod. Uh, even, uh, morning, sir. Pete, do you have, uh, do we, do we take orders? Uh, not entirely clear on what it is we're supposed to be doing either, I must admit. Well, for now, um, I'll be the one giving orders until we can establish a better system for this. Just consider me the leader of the situation. So, Hi, sir. where is the captain of the guard? Uh, as far as I know, boss is still in the tavern. Well, let's go get him. Uh, you won't need your armor. You can bring your swords. 
If you want to keep your armor on, that's fine. We'll be doing manual labor, though. Uh, the, the boss had told us we'd just be collecting the, the coin and the valuables, and we're not the, the riffraff. We're, we're farming? You're helping as part of the community. You live here now, and you're being paid to work for us. So until we have exclusively guard work for you to do, this would be greatly appreciated as the man who is paying you. Uh, I, I my lord. Another one still. It's it also helps to get in good really graces with the people of the town so they trust you more. That's fair, my lord. Uh, I don't... Do you want us to come with you or should we just head to the farm and go start helping for now go and join the others uh find any of my uh companions and they will show you where to start and he just kind of nods and the other one looks at you and stands up and they both sort of slowly straggle off towards the harvesting that's happening and uh, as you now I'll make your way back towards the tavern. Anora breaks off in the group to kind of meet you and she hand. Are you, uh, looking for your, your friend? Did he end up knocked out on the floor? <laughs> uh, well, I assume he's probably still asleep, yeah? No. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm looking for him. It's time for him to get to work. Uh, I'll... Fetch him. <laughs> and she's, uh... No. And she turns around and uh, kind of with a, a bit of a hurry heads back in towards the no. torture oh, tavern. So I'm going Bobo! to... Uh, yeah! I'm going to... Sexiness. 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 Get some. I am going to sense motive that. You're going to sense motive? All right. Okay. Well, really you've got a six. Happening. You're not sure. You're confused <laughs> by this situation. Why can't I no, go this... What could possibly I, be going I on? I wondered quietly to myself. I appreciate uh... that Mel in character is like, well, that's weird. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Anori completely didn't see it going that way. <laughs> and, he's, and nobody else is with him. So nobody else sees this. It was just like, eh, long as he shows up. But yeah, Mel's like, what's it matter? Huh, okay. <laughs> just now. The dice are playing my character for me because that's <laughs> pretty much what he would do. Adora's a private person. She probably doesn't like other people coming into her house at all hours of the day. I should leave her to it. <laughs> she doesn't run a pub out of her living room or anything. Yeah. So you uh, you head back to the farm and uh, shortly, well, not exactly shortly afterward, maybe about 20, 25 minutes later, Adora <laughs> comes back out. And uh, comes to uh, do her part helping here. And she kind of turns, uh, looks, uh, she's coming out, looks around for Nell uh, through the 50, 60 people here working the field. And she finally finds you. Raise her hand, just kind of nods. And gestures back towards her tavern again. And just nods and gets back to working. And doesn't actually really say anything. <laughs> I suppose I will go get him then. But as soon as you start, uh, you're like, okay. And you put down whatever you're doing, start back to the tavern. She turns around, hurries back over. She's like, no, 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 no. Uh, he, he's on his way. He'll... Okay. Just bit... Was unclear with how early the work was uh, starting out in the fields. Not really the farming sort, didn't seem. 
No, when we found him, he was definitely a monster slayer. So, <laughs> so I heard. He many, did, uh, many times. He did tell me that story. You anyway, like that, uh, you, you gotta... like that joke I snuck in there? Yeah. <laughs> 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 gonna... we, should, we should head back. Got a lot, a lot of work to be done today. <laughs> Fair point. And uh, with that, you guys begin your harvesting. And <laughs> the sun finally crests the horizon once again. And day breaks, and maybe 30 minutes after that, Bobo, massive grin on his face, staggers out into the field. All right, what are we doing? Move my garden. Oh, boy. Well, you are in the garden. Start picking. Marvel. Marvel. Farm, but I appreciate the wordplay. So, you're, you're serious. This wasn't a joke. You want me to... Absolutely, and tomorrow I expect you out here in the morning with everyone else, regardless of getting drunk and passing out in the bar. About the last day? I thought it was one more day. This is, this is three days, this is the last day of it. Oh, well, never mind. I uh, can't say Start I'm terribly familiar with picking beans. <laughs> not well, you, not these you don't have to. You don't have to pick the beans, you just have to help move the beans. Take the workload off of someone else who can't do it as well as you or I. Right. Wow, okay. I'm serious. Okay. Suppose I can learn to do trade today? <laughs> For gold, it's worth it. And uh, heads out to start being around and mostly being in the way at first, but starting to figure out what he should be doing. And then the day continues on until once again around mid afternoon. Coming in from the eastern road, you see a full wagon. And uh, alongside the driver is a woman that is fairly well-dressed, but still, and let me not lie to you, fairly well-dressed, but wearing, I believe, a set of chainmail. But again, let me not lie to you. Are you not wearing chainmail at all? It's chainmail. Yes, in fact, chainmail. Uh, and the wagon appears to be relatively large. It's quite a bit bigger than your average carriage. Uh, but it's not. It's clearly not a carriage. It's not a, a fancy... This isn't a noble of any sort of arriving. This is like a basic but large covered wagon. And as it comes closer, you can see that there are a complement of other armored men uh, wearing breastplates and with swords at their hips riding along on the back and as they approach their destination just kind of hanging off the side of the wagon and waiting. I will gather Bubo and his two companions as well as the party. And uh, as you're gathering them and this wagon's approaching, I mean, everyone kind of notices, it's pretty obvious. Honora hurries over, waving a hand. No! The, I, this is, this is Zetta, Lady Etta, she's, uh, the Counts, you're gonna want the, the, you need the Tribune for this one. Alright. Yeah. <clears throat> no so one's going on, Anora? Yeah, no this is about 
well, it's about time for the tax collecting. So we aren't a, we don't collect our own tax and then send the, the counties due? I mean, I suppose you could. The tribunes, you could take your share, but the, the count prefers to collect his directly. I'm sure to, he uh, does. Her. That's perfectly fine, assuming <clears throat> we even have a fair count to give. Let's just get this over with. And uh, so Bubo said, hmm. Oh, don't right sound like you need guards for this one, but he just kind of stretches. Does seem like a fantastic opportunity for a break, doesn't it, Nora? And she's just like, no. And turns back towards the farm <laughs> and walks away. Ha! Ah. Damn. Well, I'm going to take a break. <laughs> and he gets in towards the tavern. You can fetch my own ale, I'm assuming, guard and all. Leave coppers. Are you serious? Fine. This is the way it's end. And uh, heads into the tavern. Who else going to meet with Lady Etta? I suppose uh, all five of us. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I was going to say, is, this, is everyone mm-hmm. going to the Tribune yeah. and Tribune and squad are going to head on out and go the meet The Nine Strength and... Wizard believes he'll be better suited over here. <laughs> that is fair. Mm-hmm. The Nine Strength Wizard probably isn't adding a whole lot. To the I general added 29 knowledge nature. That you added was my some knowledge nature, yeah. You got some mage hand going on, but yeah, you're probably more useful over here. So as the wagon pulls into the center of town and the four guards disembark from the back and just kind of start stretching their legs a bit and whatnot, mounting off the wagon, uh, the lady, who again fairly finely dressed under her, uh, but with a clear suit of uh, shirt of chainmail draped over the top of it and a sword at her hip as well. Steps down, and looks around. Says, "Ah, where's Lady Pyscom?" Uh, I'd arrow up forward and be like, "Welcome, welcome. I'm actually the new Tribune of uh, Stuckies." And uh, oh yeah, that's that's right. Uh, fairly certain I'd heard that at one point. <laughs> Sticks out a hand with a smile. Yato Etta, tax collection. Pleasure this to son- meet you. So shake your hand and smile. This town looks like it's been coming along. A lot different than the last time I've been around here. We are trying to get this town into better shape. Hmm. Seems like you've done a lot of work on the place, I must admit. It's impressive. Uh, timing's a bit of a shame, though, because i got to say that it's got to drive the value of the town up quite a good deal. Now... With my cursory inspection here, you got all the roads and the streets repaired. Just kind of kicks the dirt a bit. A damn good job here. Gonna need about four thousand gold this year. Um, are you from? Uh, so you work directly under Bartle- Bartleby? No, licensed tax collectors. Yes. So where are the? Uh, where is the paperwork for the taxes? I don't, uh, uh, you say that and some of the guards in the back kind of laugh. Just like, I don't know, right now that's really how it works, sir. Do you not follow the laws? Well, I do, but... I thought the laws were very important, Bartleby. Is there not a standard way and paperwork? I do have it, I suppose. 
And she heads back over to her wagon and starts looking, uh, climbs in the back and starts digging through. And the guards are just kind of looking at you. They're very large men. <laughs> and I'm sure they're not bigger than I am. No, but they're Nell-sized. And they're just a sort of just glaring or looking around Being at the various the intellectual, I'm going to move up beside Dara waiting for the paperwork. <laughs> Anori's Anor definitely looking back at them with kind of like a... Like a half smile on her face. I've also got the spell that can, or my <clears throat> trait that can uh, see forgeries as well. And she comes back out of the wagon and just kind of leans off the back with a smile on her face. Oh, you know what? Looks like I forgot it. Fortunate enough for me that it's not really necessary to have on me, but if you want to check back with the count anytime, you can feel free. Swing up by Lothadar, give you a look. We got a license from the count. Where, where is Lady Pyscom? She hasn't passed, has she? She can tell you. Uh, no, as the Tribune, I do not need Lady Pyscom's uh, knowledge in this. I know for a fact that I do need the paperwork for this. This is not some uh, small amount of money you're talking about. We, this is all within my rights. C can I knowledge local to see what I know about this? <laughs> Sure, well, I knowledge mean, local. A proper receipt's needed for any decent transaction. That's just, as a noble, something I yeah. would know. What kind of backwoods hick thing are y'all trying to Yeah, but to I want to know... Backwoods hick. Five on the die, so you get a 17 on your knowledge local. I can also do you... it. And uh, 15 from <laughs> now. With one lower on the die. You, you would know, both of you, that... The way that Bartleby has things here, they don't even necessarily work directly for Bartleby. It's exactly what she said. She's a licensed tax collector. She basically buys a license from Count Lothied and just goes around and collects taxes. There's no, like... Bartleby, this is this might be a shocker to you guys, but Bartleby doesn't care about the common people of Rock County. It is not even like an organized way this happens. His uh, licensed tax collectors pretty much roll up into town and are like, yeah, I don't know, this looks like the town's probably worth, eh, 15k. And they pay. She rides off, gives some amount of it back to Count Bartleby, and just keeps the rest. Wow. So, as, well, you, uh, as you're thinking, as uh, Dara says this, Lady Etta steps up real close to Dara and kind of like leans in. You know what? I don't think as the Tribune in Count Lothied's land, you have the standing to say no to who is properly licensed tax collectors. So, I'm going to, upon anyone approaching Dara like that, intimidate. Do not approach my tribune. I get 30 on that. No! <laughs> step back. This is... And at this point, I will step up beside Dari. Not, not hands on weapons or anything, just arms crossed. And so she'll lean back and take a step back. Put her hands up. Now, there's a couple ways this can go. And the easiest is usually Lady Pyscom has either had the coin on hand or enough goods to fill the value but if you don't have that uh 
monetary form of payment here. That's fine. Got a lot of farm space out here now. I can take about half of this harvest. It's probably plenty. I don't think you understand what I am saying here. No, I am following Sir the letter of the law. And as I'm sure if I went to Bartleby, he would agree with me. And I would not want you to lose your job over this. Well, new tribune. If you think this is an issue important enough to be brought before the Count, by all means. I'm sure he'd be happy to take time out of his day to settle such a critical matter of the people. Well, he it is... to getting the law correct. It is very serious for him and his guard, main uh, leader of the guard, Sir Gusern. I'm sure we could uh, take this matter up with either of them, and they would be interested in how much... Uh, variants you have shown in following the letter of law. You think so? Because I don't think he's got a whole lot of an issue with it as long as he gets his pay. As a matter of fact, they'll tell you what. And she snaps and points over towards where the harvest is happening. Her four guards start walking over that way. Oh, we'll no. Collect what we see fit. If you got a problem with it, Sir Rostam, you're free to come up to Lothidar and take it up with the count. I'm I'm going to have a problem with this, and I'm going to go walk in front of them. Payment you go. is perfectly fine. You will not take. That now. would upset many people, including the Count. Don't you think? I don't believe that I know a bard with an instrument small enough to properly capture the sorrow I feel on behalf of the people or whatever. Oh no, we have the money to pay. We just want to ensure that we follow every proper procedure as the new nobles in the community. At this you can point, understand our skepticism, can't you? At this point, she would turn, smile, and raise a hand. And behind you, you would see Linus approaching. And Linus would have a smile on his face, his hand up. Evening, lady! Uh, is there a problem here? And she'd shake her head. I... Don't believe so. I'm just not sure that this new tribune is familiar with how the taxing goes. Uh, Linus kind of turns to and says, Oh, this is, uh, this is Lady Yetta. She's, uh, one of the Count's licensed tax collectors. This is official business, so I suppose it should be present. Well, will there be receipts made? Will there be proper forms signed? Like, we, we do not wish to just hand over such a large sum of money to someone who is giving us no confirmation. Aside just, from saying they'll take it to Bartleby. He just kind of likes you and looks, I don't like back here. He's like, it, as a noble, I like to deal in proper business. And as a merchant, we wouldn't have very much money if we just gave it to anybody who walked up and claimed that they would give Bartleby his fair share. All right, but I mean, it's not your money. It's just the peasants. Oh, no. We're, this currently is our money. You definitely do not have what they're requiring from these peasants. How much is he asking for? It's usually only a couple hundred. Now this uh, is usually, four but... 4,000, Linus. It's usually only a couple hundred. Linus is just his eyes go wide, and Meta's still got a smile on her face. This town seems like it's doing pretty well. It's grown a good deal. And it's Linus... grown slightly. <laughs> Actually, the but town there's still a problem. problem. The town well, currently is just fixed. That's 
more than usual, but I suppose it's. You do realize call. the bridge is still out. There is no running water. And it's just. We're making uh, me... strides, but oh, not I... to the point for 4,000. And a, and a response. Oh, I, I apologize. I, I misunderstood. Or you still imagine that this matters. Yes, Is there a course. way I can help you make this more clear? I assess the town's value, collect proper taxes, return them to the count. It's a very simple exchange. You are correct. That is very simple. So we will simply take our money directly to him and have it transferred properly through his treasury. All right. Well... She takes a step back. I'm not returning to Lothidar without the proper county tithe. So You're to, welcome to come with us. We, we have, have regular business there. Reached an impasse, I understand, so I believe we've two options. She slides her sword out of her sheath and raises her other hand. Option one you can pay the assessed tithings for your town. Option two and with a quick magical word, her other hand flares with a, a small blue poof of flame. We can take what we need. I'm not really looking to cut down a new tribune here in the county of Marat, but if I have to in the line of duty, I am confident that the count will have my back. Uh, what's the what's the dude's name behind us again? The just here to watch dude. Linus, who has stepped Linus. several steps backwards yeah. at this point. So, I will Lino. just, uh, I'll just ask him real quick. So, if we're saying we will willingly pay, and we're being openly threatened. Uh, I, I'm not terribly familiar with the, uh, with the, the taxing laws here, necessarily, but I, I do believe that she's within her rights to collect. Any, I, any amount she seems fit? And she only giving Bartleby some of it? And keeping the rest for herself and cheating the Count? No. She is stealing from the Count. Uh, All we ask says, for is a receipt. And these people. We'll provide you with the receipt if you I don't want one need it so desperately. That's, this is Etta. If anyone so uh, desperately, we can send one down from Lothidar and have something arranged, I'm sure. But not leaving without tithe. And I'm just asking for proper business procedures. I just want a receipt for the money that I'm transferring. That can be arranged, I suppose. Well, then let's Here, do it right we'll now. We'll actually handle this right now. And she walks back over to the wagon, and the uh, the four guards move a bit closer to you. And uh, she heads over to the wagon, reaches up to the uh, to the front of the drive. And they haven't and drawn their weapons, right? No, their she hands are on their weapons. Did, They're not out. She, her weapon's in her hands. Anoy's uh, definitely got her hand on her sword now. She puts her she puts her weapon down on the front of the wagon and reaches into a small box, opens it up, and pulls out a uh, little journal. Opens it and just rips out a page Ugh. and writes something on it. And comes back over holding it up, and she just has a ripped piece of a journal that says four thousand gold pieces on it. There you go. I don't think she grasps the concept of proper paperwork. I don't think she understands. 
Uh, I'm going to telepathically ask Yarn for some advice here because this is going downhill fast. We want to do proper business with you, ma'am. We really do. Proper business. Uh, and you, as you ask Ciaran, Ciaran would reply, Well, it sounds to me, Lass, like you got a couple of options. You can pay her, you can fight her. Your bet's on how much the Count's gonna care, though. I think you got enough problems at the moment. She's More got a point. Enough. Don't let her take your money, just give her the harvest. You know what? Would you give us a moment to talk things through? Like I said, we want to do fair business. Let us discuss if we would rather spend the gold or the harvest. And she physically rolls her eyes. Fine. We'll be at the wagon. And heads, uh, heads back over and just like leans up against the front of the wagon, watching you guys and her. All right, we're huddled up now, team. Yeah. Come back. Yeah, but like at, at this point, none of us has taken hostile actions. This is perfectly good opportunities to come up with a decision as a team. Go. And since you guys huddle. Linus kind of shuffles up to your huddle and leans in a bit. I mean, he's welcome to it. I, uh, not really... You know here, the group of you, and maybe unfamiliar with how we do things, but just pay the tax, man. 4,000 really? gold is extortion, and you know it. Come on. It's more, more than usual, what? but... But I'm just saying, what would Kersern say if he knew that she was ripping everybody off like that? That's hardly the teachings of Abadar that the Archbanker raised him under. Yeah, She's collecting taxes for the county. This is exactly the teachings of Abadar. Now, that would be I, I do agree. If it was going back to the county or the count, and she's not keeping 90% of it for herself... I'm sure the count would have a fit if she kept 90% for herself. Well, she's she probably sure. on the wrong thing here. The amount she's asking for is the problem. Yep. If she wanted even a thousand, a I thousand, can understand yeah. a thousand. But four thousand, absolutely extortion. She looked around for half a second. Now, I'm no expert. Don't now, get me let's wrong. Do a little, let's do a little bit of math here, because currently we have invested no more than fifteen thousand into repairing this town. Right. And she currently is asking us for over a quarter of what we have put into this town expecting that we have it which at the time it just so happens we do but only by chance now paying her is not an issue but what she is asking is extremely higher than the value of the town in, in its current state it, it'll really cripple our production and, and the so town Linus puts his hand up and says right but the, the part that we seem to be missing here is that she's the tax collector. Well, what is the fair tax rate? Whatever she says it is, really. It's not... That's not a law. That's is not that how... Law is this how they do laws out in the country? This is ridiculous. I, I believe you're thinking there's a lot more minutiae and numbers involved than there are. These tax collectors... There are! That's buy their licenses from Bartleby. Society does things. Clearly it's not civilized out here, Kahina. I don't want to take offense to that. Yeah. Do you? You should, because it seems very uncivilized. If you think business was run anything like this back in Opara, you would be simply insane. People. Well, Opara is a much bigger city. Yes, bigger or not. Or proper not. business is proper business. Proper business. 
the fact that there's no records, no one keeps records except for the Church of Abadar. I came out here to be a businessman, and thankfully, with the presence of the Church of Abadar, I was hoping that this would be a good place to do it. But it well, seems I mean, as of course, if everyone it is, names of the course, prices but I mean, you don't avoid taxes. And whether it's the Aparin tax man or Lady Etta coming down from the count, I'm not really truly seeing what the difference is. How do you expect any towns to grow, any merchants to come in, or anybody to have any money to spend in Lothidor or for the count? If a random tax person comes, takes all these taxes and all their money, and only gives a small bit to the count and keeps all the rest for himself. Oh, well, of course not. Obviously, Lothidar's not taxed like this. Lothidar's a city. But if she takes 4,000, and the regular amount that the count sees from this... It's still a pittance of a couple of hundred. Again, you're not reading between the lines. But how does Lothidar get taxed? How did Lothidar get taxed? Well, Lothidar, I believe the Temple of Abadar runs things there. Is just taking Then we were simply asked to be taxed but... by the Temple of Abadar itself. I mean, I'm sure you a temple ask here. them, but the point, uh, and next year, perhaps, when they come around, but the point is, that this is this She's is not leaving without the money. This is, so... this is the law. Well, I'm, I'm looking at Dora. we got two options here. We pay the 4000 or we kill all of them. <laughs> Uh, okay. First of all, no. He's not wrong about options. We do have options, and that is an option. It's not the one we want to take. No, 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 no. I, I was assigned against the law. here by the Seneschal because mm-hmm. he had suspicions that, for whatever reason, you, Sebrastum, were opposed to the letter of the law and had some ulterior motives, and... I, I can't stand by and just let this happen. You, you see, so they're extorting that. They're trying to attack, like, they, she threatened us. She well, pulled her sword can, first. That, you won't pay her, to be fair. We already said we would gladly go and make proper... Re- I will go right now to a bank, and we will process this with proper receipts and but, proper payment. But the Temple of Abadar only oversees Lothidar's taxes. The count kind of just but taxes have, the rest of the region it. how he will. No, no, I'm not telling the Church of Abadar to process our payments. I simply want to go there to be overseen by an official and have proper receipts made. But, they don't care. But She's she the official. Not official. how it works. She's the official. We want to change it. You can't. That's the way I mean, it is. You're a tribune. You're more than welcome, of course, to request audiences with the Count himself if you wish to see things run differently. But for the time being, this is this is your official. I'm, not, I'm still unclear on what you're what you're after. I'm after a fair deal for not an insane amount of gold. Well, if we I mean, didn't most have people this, just, just our crops are... are not worth four thousand. I don't even think well, my whole business is worth four thousand. Keep your coin. That's what everyone else does. <laughs> we, uh, Can... give, give them the crops, then. I mean, look, I'm not here to interfere. I'm, I'm simply here to oversee. But I mean, I've heard really great things about you, Sir Ostam, and what you've done with stockies, but everything I've seen is just attempts to but bend the you, law. Do you not see that the great things that we've done for stockies will be completely undone by what she's doing right she's now? She's not gonna steal the pavestones from the road. She's making it so that we can't keep it up. We won't have the money to repair the to continue repairing the town. 
We won't have the money to repair the bridge so that we can get more merchants in here. Haven't you done more than enough for these people? I mean, look at even how, how it's changed a few days. How are we supposed to grow this here. town into a place that we would like to do business in if she's going to come steal all our money every couple of months? Look, I'm not here to rule on ethics or even advise the group of you on what you do. I'm just here to oversee and make sure that you're going about your running of your tributary lawfully. So, a final proposal to you then. If Sir Gusern was here, we are trying to pay in a way that matches our business sense and is lawful. It's not about your business sense. This is how the Count collects. This is the law. So what's wrong with us going to a bank, having two pieces of paper signed by an official of the church, and having the money handed over? Because it's not the law. You keep saying that to you guys. Things are done. Look, listen to your lady friend here. But regardless of how she understands business clearly, I would even be willing to pay a little bit extra out of my own pocket to do it properly. But I want receipts made. It's just, it's proper. And you, you hear uh, Lady Etta call back, lads. Love to get on with this. Other stops to make. Can I roll an appraise for the value of the harvest as a whole? Yeah, go <laughs> for it. I might as well do it as well. Once we have the um, I don't know that one. Yeah, you know even less. Yeah, we're not familiar with the price of crops. Yeah, you're not farmers. Uh, 14 from Baylor and a 9 from Nell. As you, you try to figure, I mean, you're not farmers. You don't know the wholesale value of crops terribly well. And but it's hard to grasp such a large scale amount. of such a cheap thing, yeah. But I mean, you can't imagine it's anywhere near four thousand gold. Yeah. Uh, once probably we nowhere near two thousand gold in this town, then maybe we can change the system. But for now, we may just have to give up after crops. Kahina is kind of interested in going and asking Pyscom what their normal payment is. Couple hundred. But couple hundred. But as she appraised the town, it is now higher. Yeah, that's what you call it. All right, kids. What are we doing? I have come to the decision that I do not want them to take the crops, and I am not willing to pay them in good faith. We can't kill them now. Come I'm on. not saying kill them. I, Your just, options, I don't want to do either. You, unless anyone's well, got like you don't a, get right to pick now, a, a genius else. idea. Your three got. choices are pay them, give them whatever they want from the crop, or kill them. Pay what them, let them leave, and then they'll have an unfortunate encounter with the night swan. Uh, I really think it would be in our best interest to give them uh, the crops. We can always get more food. It would be less one for expensive. pay, one for crops. Baylor, no, for Lenari. the grand value of the crops, it would be more efficient for us to keep the money and just buy the food as needed. Two for crops, Baylor and Ori. Crops. Give them the crops. So, as the group of you, once again, dejectedly separate here, Netta just kind of puts her hands up. So... I'd hate for my first introduction to the new Tribune of Stockies to be putting him down. No, I have my coin now. Crops, right? Well, you can take the crops. Half the crops, right? Isn't that what you said? More or less. Less. 
I don't think that's up to you. Yeah. You're getting we, what you we want. Put your sword away. It's fine. Come on. I know you'd see me. Who's got the vials that we can plunk and, into them to make them forget the last five minutes? And it's she, uh, she sheathes her her uh, rapier and waves the the wagon forward and it pulls up towards where everyone's currently harvesting and the four guards start to move over that way. And one of them just calls out to the comrades, I Quit with the bonds, load your crops directly into the wagon. You familiar? And you just hear kind of just a groan, I from scattered out throughout the group. Anori's going to go help load. Yeah, same. And they start uh, moving everything they've been stacking, or they've been collecting up to the wagon. And load in for the rest of the afternoon as Etta and her guards, uh, a cup, one of them or two of them kind of overseeing the rest of them, just kind of hang back, playing cards, drinking, laughing as the wagon is filled with the crop of beans and peas. They take the whole day's harvest, and the wagon's not quite full, so she then goes to where the storage the previous days had been and has the farm unload a bit more into her wagon. All told, probably about half the total harvest. Uh, she seemingly stops only because there's not more space in her wagon for crop. And she can't realistically load anymore on. So at the end so of that... I'm going to go get that receipt now. <laughs> one of the paper. 4,000 gold on a the paper says piece 4, of gold uh, on it, loose leaf. You go into loan With her paper. signature, so. Not even signed, but she'll sarcastically it, sign it if you ask if she's, if I'm assuming she's a Magus like me. Can she put her arcane mark on it? We talked about earlier. If they have that prepped. And she, uh, Probably not. Are you actually literally going to ask her for that? No, I don't know what that is. That is not a even a sarcastic signature works for me. She'll give you a sarcastic uh, signature, and uh, with that, it's been like, well, can't say this is the simplest introduction I've had, but doing good work, Sir Austin. It's paying dividends. He, uh, best of luck to you. Thank you. And then. As a uh, night has fallen, the rest of the town is wrapping up and getting what little equipment they have doled back out to who actually owned it from the communal pool of just making things work well. What was her name? Etta. Etta. Lady Etta. She loads, uh, gets back in the front of the wagon, and the soldiers pile up in the back, and she rides off. And as she's going... After she leaves, Bubo comes up to you. I'm not you know, terribly familiar with this law thing, but that doesn't seem entirely like tax collecting. No, Bubu, no. I think that was banditry. Now, I'm inclined to agree. Where's that, uh... Where's Linus? Where's that guard sword? She looks around and doesn't see him anywhere. Linus is back in the pub. With a lot of the town that it, that didn't just dejectedly trickle home, there was a seems to me hypothetically I need mm. another thought exercise here. Why don't we just? This is exactly what you told me to kill slash throw in the hypothetical jail. <laughs> I mean, no, can, can you do it and not get caught? 
We can't. No. We can't. No. Why we not? Can't. How are they going to no, catch us if we get the dead? We need him to bring back a report that we are being lawful, even if we have our... However, however, we disagree with the way this is being done. I mean, we could down the road maybe take steps to get the get it changed because that's this is maybe once we get the church maybe once we get the church in our town we can go directly through them for our taxes i have no problem paying taxes it's just that was well i mean it seems to me the point here is not so much the retrieval of the crop as it is just generally screwing over that lot in whatever way we can Mm -hmm. i'm with bobo this wagon's gonna take a few days to get back to lothar i'm sure and I'm, sure, if you bring you know the, the crop back here, it's going to be obvious what happened. Dora, Dora needs to walk away. <laughs> yeah, no. If you want to bring the crop back here, it's, it's going to be... Why don't you go make yourself scarce for a while? Fairly obvious what happened, but if hypothetically this crop and these goods and this food were to find their way into the hands of, I don't know, the Beggarwood sorts... I'd be fine uh, with I'm it. I'm currently inside the yeah, place. Yeah, that's okay. Dara <laughs> left. Yeah, Kane so is with Bubo. Dara wants to go hang out with Linus. <laughs> yeah. I sent you Dar- the equivalent of a uh, of a GM whisper, Squid. I saw. Okay. So it, you know, if you if this seems likable, the agreeable sorts, then you can I get mean, a good night's sleep. And I've got some. Well, I don't want to say I'm an expert, so to speak, but. Well, now, hypothetically speaking, hypothetically, if we were to go and just have a nice dinner and drink some ale and, and just have a good time, and mm-hmm. if the Night Swan or the Beggarwood Bandits caught up to the caravan on its way... Or somebody here, else, allegedly. Just someone else, allegedly. Well, you know, here's, all... the, here's the thing. From my hypothetical personal experience, you're going to want to give her maybe a day's head start because you hit her too soon and cast suspicion mm-hmm. on you, whether or not it's actually. You hit her right outside of outside of your own town and people are going to end up picking up what's going on. And it seems to me like you've already got enough troubles and he points back towards the tavern where Linus is. So as you give her a day, take a rest. Maybe this night falcon catches up to her tomorrow. I think that's be? a brilliant idea. Yeah. What what knowledge check would it be to know the the signs of the night swan? You like, would probably need to be like cool. personally familiar. All you know of her is what you saw at the thing. Yeah, but not specifics because no one ever has specifics. Okay. How do they know it's the night swan then? She, she leaves a message. That's, that's, well, that's, that's the point. A lot of people believe that it's just that... a scapegoat, and there's not really a night swan because. I don't think there really is a night swan. Oh, I think okay. it's a bunch of different. Yeah, a lot of people. That's just like the night swan isn't even necessarily a person. It's the so much blanket the blame gets... they're using. Oh, exactly. I see. It's the blame deflector. It could be a person, or it could be just a bunch of separate things all being attributed to a non-existent entity. More of a symbol, like yeah, Bat- like Batman, or something Batman used by the nobility to scare. Uh, others. I mean, it's scaring the nobility. It is successful. Yeah, it's scaring the nobles, not ever. Like, the nobles are the ones who are apparently having the problems. I'm fine with it, Bubo, but we know nothing about it. Fine with what? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, if something happens to him, we're not going to complain. 
It'd be a hell of a coincidence. Yeah, I mean, how could how could they're, we know what was going to happen? I mean, really. They're taking multiple tons of freshly picked uh, harvest right past the Beggar Woods and expecting nothing to happen. Beggar Woods is south of you. Where were they heading towards Pensaris? The only road well, out of here. The only road out of here heads towards Pensaris. No, it doesn't. No, nope. let's let's go the back to the map south real, real quick. Like, let's go map us up real fast. Uh, you, the Beggarwood is pretty far south of you. The only it's road farther than I expected to be. Yeah, the only road out of here yeah, is going out this way. But Pensaris is starting off. Very it's going south. almost directly yeah. away. Yeah, Pensaris no, I always is very think that south. the Beggarwood is like up here, on the other side of the water. Regardless, I think that's really all the plans you're gonna get for tonight. So, head dejectedly to bed. Yes. So now guys... Kahane is really going to have to throw the party because everybody's depressed. This has been a bad... Including Kahina. <laughs> this has been a bad several days for the party. Um, First Dara... Usern, then the trial, and now this overly eager tax collector. Starting to understand why the common people of Murad are, let's go with, disenfranchised to nobility. Dara is going to, when he's in the tavern talking to um, Ty, yeah, what is it? Linus. 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 Uh, yeah, Linus. he's going to... Uh... I might have said Lionel once, but... Oh, are you making fun of it? Because it's Linus. <laughs> Cha said she was going to mispronounce his name every time, so... Oh, oh that's okay, right. Fair. I, I was like, did I say Lionel at one point? Because it's definitely Linus. Linus, but continue. Uh, so I was just going to... Um, have a conversation with him more about how we follow such strict laws in, in, in Opara and it's just strange that the laws are so different and it can seem like what would be very lawful for us doesn't seem very lawful for you and what's like vice versa and I think a lot of this is misunderstandings between different cultural backgrounds and whatnot. He did, just, but yeah, it seemed as much to me. Like I said, when I first met you, I've heard good things. I didn't really see you as an ordinary sort and see you as some kind of hooligan vigilante out to to overthrow the counter or anything it it just seems like you know and you, you're settling into the, the tribune's a big responsibility i mean you, you yes, seem a bit course. confused on things but you've made the right calls as long as i've been here well I'm, i just want to straighten that out i don't want you thinking we are trying to avoid the law we are trying to enforce the law of course i understand right. sometimes that might seem a little harsh or even cruel, but that's just the way things are done. The next time it happens, the Church of Abadar will be here to ensure that there's proper paperwork. So, the group of you head to bed. And I guess that's a... Was that, if there's is anything else you want to hit today, I guess that's a perfectly fine place for us to end this fairly depressing session <sighs> of the war for the crown so, on so out of character who's taking leadership at seven to bring bubo with us because <laughs> in character one last thing all right one Everybody more thing roll me a perception check everyone everyone Got a 18 to 16, 27, 23, 18s. Inori 
and Kahina, you would both be perceptive enough to awaken to a thud of like a door window slamming open in your mansion. Uh, Nori would definitely wake up and grab Ciaran and go investigate. Ciaran is yeah. gone. Huh? Ciaran's not there. He's not He's not in my room? He's not there and your door is open. Uh, I'm going to call to him in my head. Where are you at? I, I thought I left you. Are you awake? Finally, girl, on the road. Hurry. Ah, shh. Okay, I'm gonna. Who's the closest one to me? That well, Kahina. Uh, woke up. I, Kahina woke up and Kahina she's woke up, but she just kind of gradually opens her door, and as Anori stumbles out of her room, Anori, what's wrong? They, they took him. They, they they took the arm. We we gotta go. We gotta get going right now. All right, I'll get Dara. Don't exactly have eyes. Can't see anything, but we're moving fast. Horse, or oh, I can't talk to the sword. You Dara, as you actually, he can't see his surroundings. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah, you can you say it back to me. Not if I'm in a sack, girl. All right. Okay, okay. Just, uh, we're going to come get you. And you guys uh, quickly awaken everyone and rush downstairs. Your front door is open. And the moonlight, you can see a curved dagger jammed into it, pinning something to the inside of your door. Uh, Dara's going to holler... At uh, Linus, Linus! You, you, you call out into you call out into the into the cage house and just start yelling towards Linus. Uh, Kane is gonna see what's on the door. On the door is a single sheet of parchment with a message written in red ink. Parasites, be gone! This land has run out of teats from which your piggish lot may suckle. I bear this warning before I bear arms, for I am generous. Leave the county of Marat and take as many of your noble swine with you as you would see saved from slaughter. My next message comes on a spear's point and a drying of a swan. Right, swan. And I'm going to have to start taking levels in Barbarian for how much this stuff is annoying now. With that... We can end our session for the week. No! <laughs> so, was anything else taken? I haven't had an opportunity to look around yet. We I have mean, to, like, my stuff is like, right beside me when I sleep. Oh. I'm a fighter. You're she gonna, have, are you going to uh, let me suffer all week with that in my brain? I absolutely am, my friend. Uh, and uh, you yeah, can you know start... I don't have that ability to bring them back. Yeah, thinking out what no. in the world this is a problem previously we had problems this is a problem but next week here at the two perception show and the war for the crown what does a blade bound magis do without the blade to which she's bound Oof. so I, like, none of my stuff's missing we don't know. No, it, it matter no because i would immediately reach for my sword when i get up no your sword is there um okay. Because I've got you, like four pieces of equipment beside my. You're bed. on the I'm bottom floor, so she would have. Look, I looked at the layout of the mansion. She would have found you first because you're on the bottom <laughs> floor. So your door would open too, and your 16 perception wasn't enough to be waking up because she's pretty stealthy. How much gold do you have on your person? Uh, half of it's gone. 
And then she would have went upstairs, found Inori's room, be like, oh, this is good. Take that. She's like, well, I'm happy. And gone. Oh. Gold? Yeah, half of whatever coin is on your, that you keep with you. Just now in the room with you. Yeah, not in your, like, party loot, because you have the meta bags. But whatever Nell has in his personal stash that he would have been in the room with him, half of it's gone. That is... 37 platinum. Oh, man. Okay, so good amount, but not, like bank busting we gotta get off though because i gotta start getting this actually uh, we're getting more